Yeah, we tapped in with Wim, the musician. Yeah. Is it Sunboy too? Sunboy, yeah. Sunboy. Mm -hmm. So we're here with talking Maserati. We normally I do the usual. Like we just talked about the usual. Oh, where are you from? This and this and that. Um, let me say, what do you not claim as a city where you're from, but what do you feel like you're based out of if someone asks you about your music? Orange County, Southern just, California. Um, I was born in Anaheim. Okay. Which was cool. Um, but I spent a lot of my days growing up. Um especially when I was getting into music around like 14 and 15, 16, around that era. Um, a lot of time in Anaheim and Santa Ana. Mm -hmm. So um, I just feel like just Orange County for the most part. I, I live in Orange, um, but Anaheim, Santa Ana area, but it's OC714. Nah, respect. I think, honestly, just from talking to people, like Anaheim's got a better talent right now. Yeah. Anaheim is getting a better talent. I remember the time it was like most rappers came out of Santa Ana. I don't know if yeah. you remember that time. Like most rappers came from like Santa Ana, they were the more street, but now like uh -huh. hip hop, and I say Orange County hip hop in the sense of people just making different type of music, just like yeah, different type of music. So when I um, when we linked up about this interview, I had to go back to your old stuff. Yeah. Like it's easy to find some of the new stuff because they're posting it. Yeah. You rarely find someone say I'm gonna post this. And old it's stuff. all out there, bro. Even from like back from like you got like seven year old songs, dude. I got a. I got a I library, seen, bro. I, got I was like, he got seven. I said, so then the what kind of intrigued me was you were punchline rapping, like yeah, bro. I came from underground, bro. When I first started rapping, I didn't even know how to like read a beat, if you will. I was mm -hmm. just like just bars. Like as soon as I heard the beat drop, I'm like, okay, that's where it starts. And then when the beat cuts off, that's when it ends. It was just a long ass verse, punchlines, mm. bro. Like I was listening to like Eminem, Slim Shady, yeah, um, and just just battle rapping too. Honestly, I used to battle rap a little bit. Uh, here and there, but I was always inspired by that. Um, and just the punchlines and being able to make people really think twice, like, oh, shit, he really said that. That's yeah. like some, that's some, like, higher level shit right there. You know what I mean? And uh, that's that's where I used to pride myself. And uh, there's times where I'll, I'll glimpse back to that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, the boom bap, like, old school style. Kind of just depends what kind of beat falls in my lap and, like, touches my soul at the at the time. But, um, yeah, I agree with you, bro. I'm more melody now than ever, but back then, like, it yeah, was that all was, bars. That's a whole, like, if a person seen that to you now, and then I wouldn't, you'd be like, nah, that's not him. Because yeah. it seemed like back then, you, like you said, you just worried about rap. Now I see you're mm -hmm. more in tune with the fashion part, mm -hmm. the look, like, just really how you present yourself as a brand. Mm -hmm. I remember, because we even had to talk about something else, but I want to ask you, what was your battle rap record? Battle <laughs> Yeah, because if oh, you're a battle rapper, you got another record. <laughs> all right, uh, I was 2-0. Doing, doing up. That's why I said I used to battle rap a little bit. A little but bit. both of the times is when somebody called me out. One time, mm -hmm. uh, this, this dude, I don't remember his name, but uh, he was a rapper who was throwing a show at Chain Reaction in Anaheim. Okay. Of all places. Nice being Yes, nice being Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and he was throwing a show, putting on a bunch of artists under him, mm -hmm. and he wasn't even that big. Even back then, I had more followers than him, but he was mm -hmm. acting like he was hot shit. So mm -hmm. I was like, I don't really like this guy, but I'm going to just... Let my music speak for itself. Mm -hmm. Come showtime. That's me. Um, so I had to meet up and sign contracts with him. And he wasn't even offering me any, any like profit opportunity for the tickets that were being sold. And I said, bro, if there's no profit opportunity, I'm not signing that, bro. I need more tickets. And he's like, well, it costs money. And I was like, bro, I see you have like a stack of tickets right there, bro. They, they don't even look expensive, bro. Like if you like just give me more tickets or whatever. He's like, all right, bro, how about this? I'll battle rap you for them. 
And I had like one homie with me and like he had like four homies with him. So I was like, fuck, like who's deciding it? And he's like, oh, we'll let the crowd decide. I was like, all right, let's get it. Like eight mile, bro. That's, that's what was going through my head is like, just don't choke and just talk your shit. And that's exactly what I did. And I went first and it was good. And then he came at me and it was pretty good. And then I don't know what I said. I wish my homies recorded it or something, but um, I ended up smashing him in the second round. And then I was like, oh, what's good, bro? Like you got a second one? He was like, nah. And I could tell he wrote it too, so he wasn't uh, going off top. I was going off top because I wasn't ready. Yeah, you didn't but expect this to come in into like he expected that. That's the funny thing because I caught him slipping. He's trying to catch me slipping. So, uh, so that's pretty much what happened. He's like, "All right, bro, but I'll give you twenty more tickets or whatever." And he gave them to me, and then we went and did the show, and like we never talked again. <laughs> but it was cool. That's cool. That's cool. I got a question based on that story. Do you feel like you're at a point with your music where you're above selling tickets? No, because because you got to sell tickets mm -hmm. no matter what, but. Like, like, why, why would they book somebody big for a show? Because they can move tickets. They mm -hmm. can move units, you mm -hmm. know? And that's why they get paid up front because they're like, I've already sold the tickets. Like, mm -hmm. I've already done that. And this is, this is my crowd that I can draw. I can draw this many. Therefore, it's going to bring you this much money. And if you can't sell tickets, then you're never going to be big. You're never going to be big. Yeah. I don't really understand why people are so above, like, above that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mentally, I kind of get, I get it. They don't want to hustle. But I think it's just because they're scared of the quota. They're scared of selling the tickets, and they're like, oh, like they flop before. It's and like they, putting and the mirror in front of you. Huh? You put the mirror in front of you when you have to sell tickets. It really does, bro. You put the mirror like, okay, this is who yeah. I say I am. Let me look. Um, I have two takes on that. And one is, if it's a headliner, and it's going to benefit me from being on that stage and my camera crew coming in and showing, hence the observatory. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm with that. Let's make this happen. I personally know, and we can keep it real, um, if I get 20 tickets, I have 20 friends or family members that's going to buy those tickets. Easy. And if I'm in a position, like we say, most people have jobs, I would just pay for the twenty tickets out of my pocket. Yeah. And I can give them out free so they're there. Mm -hmm. I will not sell tickets for a club show. For a club. We're not finna do that. Because there's no one at the club. You know, you know the ones where there's yeah. no one at the club really headlining, but they hey, I guys want to perform is this much. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to cover the venue. Yeah. So it's like and I tell people because I see dudes who which is funny, if I don't know if you've ever seen this where they are. They're not good. Let's not say trash. You can't yeah, say trash. They're yeah. not good rappers, but they sell tickets. Mm -hmm. How do you How do you feel about like? I think I think because those people they don't ha they know they don't have the talent, so they're like I got to make up for it by networking, going so hard, going so hard. Yeah. And sometimes I, I I I try to network like that. I network like I have no talent, and just be like pretend like I have nothing to fall back on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And just go extra hard because I feel like that's what people that are just starting out, people that aren't necessarily as gifted as the next guy. They just go that much harder than the next guy. So I kind of just tell myself that, like, hustle like, hustle like you're broke. Hustle like, like you don't have that much talent to back up with. And then when they actually come and see your shit and realize, like, oh, shit, this shit's catchy. This shit's got punchlines. This shit's actually good content. Yeah. Then you're going to beat the next guy because you got the hard work and the talent. So, yeah, ethic, ethics pays a major yeah. part. That work ethics, bro. And then even like you said before, I like how you, you talked about energy and vibe. Yeah. That's big. It's a big thing for me. You know, I, I ain't gonna lie, I used to be blind to it. Because I'm one of the people, I'm so like, I take you for what you are. I'm Because I want to hold you to that standard. So if I meet mm -hmm. you, I'm like, oh, that's what that dude's on, that's cool. And mm -hmm. when he does something, it makes me mad. I'm like, oh, this dude did some real sucker shit right now. Yeah. And then, so do you use that as a, a barometer to say, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna work with this person. I'm not gonna do this. Or if he calls me for a feature, I'm not gonna send it. Like, how does that, how does that factor into your network? And I should ask, actually, that's a good way. It just, it's, it's, that's a good question because it's, it's different with every situation. It yeah. really is because there's some people that I heard some shit and 
that they're talking shit on me. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they're liking my shit, you know, throwing me flame emojis and shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, but then again, I'm like, am I shallow for believing that and not confronting that person? So mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, it's not even worth it, bro. Because mm-hmm. most people just go and deny it anyways. But uh, it, just, it really just depends on if it's worth it or not. Very rarely, though, will I put like my personal like gut feeling aside for a good business move. I kind of put my vibe right above like the business. But there's sometimes where I'm like, all right, like I, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll put like my gut like right here, mm-hmm. and the business will will take over. I'll be like, all right, cool. Let's make that move and let's see what happens. And that way, I'm just not surprised if they do some sucky shit, like you said. Yeah. But uh, it's a lot of funny business out here, man. It's, it's a lot of funny, especially in the music of, industry. And let's talk about the funny business, like because, like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna ask you. All right. I'm interviewing. What's some of the funny business you see? Like, just give me no names. You, you okay. gotta say yeah, no yeah, names. Yeah, if you want to, I don't yeah. care. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a lot of funny business, bro. It's a lot of people talking about me, but they don't know me. Mm-hmm. They don't know me. How are you gonna talk about me if you don't know me? You could pull up on me and we could talk, or we could do whatever you want to do. Yeah. But. They don't know me, so I'm like, well, why don't you get to know me first? Why don't you hear yeah. it from straight from the horse's mouth? You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, a lot of people claiming that they're the king of Orange County, bro. Oh, <laughs> hey, I'm glad I'm glad you and, brought that up. Not yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> I had to, bro. There's a lot of people saying that they're the king of Orange County, and I don't think anybody has it. I don't think anybody has it right now. What's the criteria for the king of Orange County? It's a lot. It's a lot to be a, to be. You got to be well rounded, first mm-hmm. of all. You gotta, you gotta have, you gotta do numbers, mm-hmm. but numbers don't necessarily reflect impact. You gotta have quality and mm-hmm. quantity, versatility, and just, just confidence, bro, and just talent. Some people are gifted. Some people try harder, and they're just not as gifted. And I just think you just have to have luck, talent, and hard work. You gotta have everything. Bro. You know, a lot of people don't believe in luck. I really believe in that. You might drop the right thing at the right moment, and the right person hears it, and next thing you know, you're catapulted to the top. Exactly. And you know it's luck. You know why? Because they drop just as fast. Because mm-hmm. they didn't do the hard work. They didn't do preparation. So when I hear the king of OC, the first thing I, I relate back to is I just say Cassius. You know why? Because even though he's, he, he's, he's not as prevalent as he was before, in 06, he had a record deal with Shady Records on Interscope. And he went platinum. I heard that from the interview that I saw. What was it, MCs? Or, uh, Epidemic. Epidemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is true Epidemic. facts. Yeah. So you can go check this. And, and a lot of people don't understand him. And I get it. If you're younger, you know, he's not out there like that anymore. He's coming back. And yeah. this dude, you know, this dude was dead. When you get up like this, not that it makes him the king of always because, you know, you drop off, but to go that far. And there's mm-hmm. other dudes before him that went that far. Mm-hmm. We just don't talk about it. Now, with the comments you and I are talking about on Instagram, it's just frivolous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just for attention, bro. It's attention, and that attention meter is just pew, 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 and it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah. you don't need to see that. You it, dies, say, it dies out. I believe in easy come, easy go, just like you said, yeah. bro. So if you're going to cloud chase, yeah, it might get you, you know, like, it might double your, your followers for a minute, like, on that story or mm-hmm. whatever for, like, a day, but then they forget about you just as quick, and they're on to the next, the next clown, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. I, I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's smart to kind of like dabble in it a little bit because it's just friendly competition and that's it how is. I see it. It is. But when people are really just trying to get too serious, I'm like, well then, like, what's up then, you know? Like, do you ever notice when you say the real or the truth or something that's actually factual, you get called a hater? Yeah. You ever know? How do you, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. whoa, so I just kept it real and told you the truth and gave you my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm a hater, but you can give me your opinion and you're telling the real. Yeah. It's I don't know. I understand perspective a yeah. lot, and a lot of people are just so close-minded. Like they're literally looking at tunnel vision. Yeah. Like, 
And it's just like, you can't win. You, lit you literally can't win. There was a quote. What was it? Uh, it was a quote. I got to pull it up, bro. Yeah, I have a Because I work full-time, too. I'm a salesman, too, so I'm not even going to lie to you. No, nah, I work, man. Trust me. I'm pretty open about me working because uh, I'd be stupid to do what I used to do, which was, you know, you trap or you sell dope or you hit licks to make money to do music. And then you end up in prison or jail, and now you're like, oh, yeah. damn, I should have just worked a job because some of the most successful, you know, artists out right now. You said it, and I'd like, I've watched so many interviews. They're like, like um, you know, people ask questions. They'll be like, hey, what should I do? As a young artist coming up, they're like, man, get you a day job and use music as a hobby. And then music stops being a hobby once it pays you. Right. Exactly, bro. And like, there were so many times where I was like sitting, sitting in my cubicle, making sales, making decent money. But I was like, bro, I need to put my energy like fully into this music shit because I'm getting, I'm getting burnt out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like working like 12 hour days, trying to like, trying to stack up my commission and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just like, I don't fucking belong here, bro. Like I yeah. know I have the talent. I know I have the drive. I've been, I've been at it, bro. Like you make, I'm, I'm about to make my own luck by all the hard work, bro. I know I'm about to be in the right place at the right time. But if I'm physically in this, in this cubicle, mm -hmm. then like, it's not gonna happen. But sometimes, it's about the money. And if someone's not gonna invest in you yet, you gotta invest in yourself. So and do it the, the smart way, like you said. Like you can, you can, you can be hitting licks. You can be. You know, selling dope, and it feels like you're going leaps forward. But what happens when you can't? When you got the you got the chain around your ankle? You know what yeah. I mean? And now you can't now make you can't music. Leap. You, you can't, can't leap. Get money. You can't leap. You can't leap, bro. So, okay, look. It says, "Never argue with stupid people. They will drag you down to their level and then beat you with experience." Mark Twain. That's and a I, smart one. That's a smart one, right? So I'm just like, bro. And there's people like, as soon as I get into an argument, don't matter how many points I hit on your ass. It doesn't mm. matter, bro. It doesn't mm. matter. Like you're, they're gonna, they're, you're, you're gonna end up like making yourself look stupid because you're gonna yeah. get mad because they're the ones that don't understand you. So I just don't even really bother it, with it. It's like, um, who is it? Remember DJ Academics when he first started? Yeah. And he would say the dumbest shit. People get like irate with him, like you don't know. And he would just be like, it's just good content. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah, especially about Chicago and like oh. all that too. Bro. Oh my god. Surprised he's still like doing all yeah, that. Yeah, even like, like with the Migos and Joe Button. Remember that that little fiasco, like. Oh, yeah, you got left off bad and bougie, that one? Yeah, he said, how I get left off bad and bougie? <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> he said, he wasn't on the song. Yeah. So I tell people, like, because I used to be like, I used to really think, because, you know, I, I didn't understand social media. I really didn't. Yeah. Until someone told me, he goes, Shells, that's probably some kid in Idaho who's never been around no one yeah. that's making a comment yeah. and just talking shit. Mm -hmm. And I see that with so many of these sites and these people it's like bro do you really mean that this and then you get a dm right after i oh, know bro i was just you know talking that's happened to me so many times bro so many yeah, times where they're like oh this shit's trash you, you're a russ wannabe you want a drake wannabe whatever like you sound like an off-brand walmart version whatever whatever and then i'll slide on them real quick be like what's, what's popping bro and then they're just like oh no i'm just i'm just playing along with it bro i'm just like just chill bro just chill and i'm just like all right bro keep that energy then but at the end of the day when someone says you're like a russ or drake um, I'd rather be compared to the top two dudes in that genre of music than be like, oh, that's trash. Like, get this off here. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, let's put all the hating egos aside. And that's what I tell people. Bro, this, it's actually good music. I, li I just listened to it. Catch me mm -hmm. too. I was like, this is dope. Yeah. I could have been a hater. Like, oh, fuck it. He's trying to be like, bro. No, this yeah. shit's dope. And then it's not fair to you that, okay, now whoever Russ is, if you sound like him, if you can sing and rap and do all your own shit and you look like him, you get pegged as a, rest, a Russ. Yeah. You know, exactly, it's the bun, bro. I never got it before the bun. Yeah, the bun. Yeah, that's what it is. But it's just or whatever. The, it's just the whole. Like I just, I watch his interviews all the time, and just 
talking to you right now, saying how you mix and master your own music and do all that. Bro, he's an advocate of that. Yeah. And he tells you, like, he told, that's why he tells people, man, do it like this, do it like, he's really trying to help where you take his knowledge he gives you, someone's going to call you a hater for doing it, or you're trying to be him. No, he literally is giving this out so I can do this. Yeah, for real. But it's like, I've been mixing and mastering even before I knew who he was. Like, there's a lot of, like, I guess you could say coincidences that people yeah. are kind of trying to put two and two together to make me look bad or whatever. But, I mean, I, I've been doing me since before I even had any, like, inspiration. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... But I take it as a compliment, bro, because, like, Russ is dope. He's versatile, and he's very smart, and he's against the grain. And I feel like I'm kind of the same way. And people compare me to Drake. Drake is the goat of his lane. So I'm like, thank you. Thank you, bro. He's been running I for, appreciate Yeah, that. he's been running for a decade. Like, a decade. Think about that when they say from 2010 to 2020, it's been Drake's show. Mm -hmm. He went through. And which, it's hard to survive ghostwriting Dude. allegations. How do you survive that? How he never he'll never take a capital L. That's what I always say about him. Like it doesn't ever stain him, bro. Like he has the formula to get the stains out. Like yeah. no matter what it is, bro. No it's like I don't know what it is. I don't know who's on his side, but he has control over the public, per public perception of yeah. the internet. He's got it figured out. Old school all the way to new school. Because he just evolves with the whole world. It's crazy. I'm gonna tell you something about Drake, and I just mean watching music. I love hip hop. One thing Drake does. Name one time you heard Drake say somebody was trash. He doesn't. He doesn't hate. He doesn't hate. Yeah. Okay, so now, um, let's say the Migos, are they on the same plane as Drake in lyrics and songs? No. No. But he did a song with the Migos when they first started. Mm -hmm. The Versace. The Versace. Yeah. So with uh, JB Blockboy, we know JB Blockboy is not up on Drake's level. Mm -hmm. But what did Drake do? I'll do a song with you. Come on, that's cool. Don't trip. Same with Lil Baby. Same Lil thing Baby with Lil Baby. He, all, he, has a, he has an eye and an ear for the people that are about to blow up. Yeah. And instead of being like, nah, fuck that, bro. He's about to, like, he about to catch up to me. He'll be like, come take these laps with yeah, me. Yeah, take these laps. I'm going to put you in a position. Just like with um, uh, I Love Mickey on. Come on, man. We wouldn't know who that dude was from anybody on earth. Yeah. He took that Tuesday song. Come on. Let's just keep it real around here. You listen to Tuesday, you stop after the second hook. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for real, huh? What's yeah. that? I love, I love uh, McConan. Is it late McConan or Mickey on? I don't know what to say. I think it's I love McConan. I opened for him twice, actually. Then, I heard he's a cool person, though. I he heard he's a cool, cool. Dude. I actually met him that night, too. He seemed pretty cool. Yeah, um, but um, let me see. Like, who else? Uh, you got people. I don't know. He, he, he does so many songs with so many people. I just think that the way his pedigree is, he does, he do like um, songs. And he'll sample certain beats and he'll bring that flow to it. And like the shit he did with Future. Come on. What a time to be alive. That's a classic. Yeah, bro. How do you do that in two weeks? You don't, he doesn't need Future. I think he helped Future cross over a little more to the artists that really would have known who Future was. Mm -hmm. And I say that that's what Drake does. He just doesn't hate. And people talk bad about Drake. Yeah, apparently he's kind of, uh, I don't know this, but he's done a lot of people kind of dirty. But that's just part of the game. You don't, I can, you don't I know. Can see that. There's two sides to every story, I can see bro. that. I see that. It's not that he, I think it's because it's the call the uh, that competition thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, I'm a huge. Like, I think like everyone he signed, he's done dirty. Like, I have never seen anyone he signed. Not in the, not business one. No, 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 no. I agree with you, and I was just talking to her about that yeah. too. Like, whatever happened to Party Next Door? I know he's got an album coming out, but yeah. like, I feel, and I, I don't know. There's no facts really besides the fact that he kind of got shelved. But I, I feel like he got shelved like on purpose, and and, and and party next door is like he's dope. I think he's he could be doper than than Drake if he was on his own. I think and you know, and Drake was like, oh okay, like I don't know, maybe I'm gonna keep him like right here on that B status. 
And that's why the weekend blew up, almost passing. He's like right at right at Drake. You know what I mean? Maybe just not as long, but the popularity worldwideness of him is like right here. I think, and then now he beefed with Drake, and now they're not even on the same thing. I think he's. Really. I think it's hard because I'm a Weekend fan. I love the Weekend. Too. I think the Weekend. Oh, I don't want to say that it's gonna get me crucified because Drake is. Uh, I think the Weekend can pass Drake because he can actually sing. Yeah, we all know Drake can sing, but not sing. The Weekend is the closest thing sounding to Michael Jackson. Yes. And he has a pop realm that's out of this world and is the only man that made a platinum song about doing cocaine. Just, <laughs> Yo, that was nominated for like a Kid's Choice Award. Too, yes. Bro. I was like, how Broke do you get the barrier with a the Kid's song? Choice Award about cocaine? <laughs> so I say that with, and this is what kind of went back for Drake is when you ask, when you say that about The Weeknd, Drake tried to sign The Weeknd. He's like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Because I found out that uh, Echoes of Silence was it Echoes of Silence or House of Balloons? One of those two mixtapes, some of the tracks that was on Take Care were supposed to be on there, and he gave them to Drake. Yeah. Weekend wrote like 80% or 80%. more of Take Care. Bro. And you can hear it, because mm-hmm. Drake has never sounded like Take Care again. Never, bro. Never. I love Take That's like top two Drake albums right there. That's, that's, my, that's my number one Drake album. Number one? Like, like, you know, Thank Me, Thank Me Later was like, oh, I see it. It was on the way. It was on, it the, was way. on the way. Take Care, Take a Shot for Me. Mm-hmm. Loving the crew, mm-hmm. uh, when good uh, when the good one's gone, like the practice, practice every track, bro. Like, every track I took you to through it. like an emotional roller coaster. That that album made you assimilate what he's going through, what you've been through, and what you're trying to not go through again. If that yeah. makes sense, yeah, it's so relatable. Yeah. So, Crazy. with that being said, <clears throat> you go from punchline rapping mm-hmm. to finding melodies. Now that you know you can sing all the time, or how I mean, did that come about? I always liked singing because I was in like, uh, like music, music class in elementary. I went to uh, actually it was a private school, kindergarten to eighth grade, mm-hmm. and they had like choir and like music classes and everything. And I always liked singing, but I was like, I want to write my my own stuff. So mm-hmm. I've always liked melody, but once I started getting into making my own music, I was kind of switching over from all that because I never really acted upon it. I was young, like kindergarten to like like eighth grade. Um, I don't know when it really switched over. I think I probably saw like Eight Mile or something. I don't know what happened, bro. I don't know what happened. I was like, bro, punchlines, punchlines, punchlines. That's so clever. Like, I just have, like, some people, I feel like when they're listening to, like, let's, let's just say I'm listening to, like, someone who has, like, punchlines, right? Mm-hmm. And someone will be riding in the car with me, and I know that they're listening, but they don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. So I'm like, that's genius, bro. Yeah. Like, that's literally genius. So that, like, kind of just, like, sparked in my brain for, like, a long time, probably, like, ages 14 to maybe, like, 16 maybe like 17 or whatever mm-hmm. and then like I think it was like senior year I started listening to like Wiz Khalifa and mm-hmm. like all that shit and it's like and yellow, I, and I, started, I think I figured it out I figured it out I started smoking a lot more weed <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like it's just vibey bro like I like this shit bro. you went hippie on it yeah I went real hippie with it real quick bro and um, I just started singing a lot more and rapping a lot less but there's always that one beat that like triggers like the old me mm-hmm. the old wind and I'm like, bro, I need to come through with the bars on this one and the punchline. So, it's kind of fun that know. blend. If you could put it in a blender, mm-hmm. like if you put like like the what's this new song by Russell on the Radio, Best on Earth? Yeah, it's a fucking hit. I'm listening to this shit. Like this dude can't lose. Yeah, and he's really said fuck the industry. He's like, I don't care about the industry. Fuck the industry. But he's on the radio. But he's on the radio, <laughs> and he's it's selling crazy. out, bro. And he's selling out the Staples Center by mm-hmm. itself. Yeah, and he's doing it overseas too, overseas. like Portugal, and like it's nuts, bro. It's nuts. So it's super nuts. With that is, I want to say, um, what you're singing, 
when you started singing, did it change your fashion sense? Because I see the difference in your fashion, clearly. I don't know if that went hand in hand or not. Or you just knew that you had to be more appealing for the camera? Because I think we all go through that. I don't know. I don't know. I see you with snapbacks and now. tank tops. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, I look like a little fuckboy back then. I was just like, <laughs> how did he get from here? Because don't get me wrong, like, it's always either a woman or a comment that a woman makes or us trying to get women or it's always women infused. I always tell women all the time, man, I don't care what no dude say. If a dude dress for a dude, he's gay. Most yeah. dudes dress for a woman. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, I'm like, I wonder where, because I'm watching, I'm like, I really went through your stuff, I, like, what's the I transformation? I don't know. I feel like I just like hit puberty again or something. Like, yeah. I don't know, yeah. bro. Like, I just, I don't know. I think it was the beard kind of changed my whole, my whole life, too. Yeah. The beard has a lot of power, bro. The beard has power. power. I didn't, I normally don't grow one. I'm about to chop this one down some, but it's I think it's more of a um I wanna say a, not an industry look, but that's the in the trendy look. Yeah. And then people look like, okay, if he cares about his beard, he cares about because the top knots in. Either you got like with me with my dreads when I put them up, it's like, oh I like how you got your dreads up, or mm-hmm. they like dreads, the long hair, and then it's the free vibe. So it goes with how you sing it, I think. I think it's a mesh. Yeah. Cause I think even epidemic was like, yo, well. On the hook, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah I, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, he was really like, bro, he was really like highly, speaking highly of you. So with that, when did you meet the OC Collective? Because I see that you were solo and then the jump, but you still do solo stuff. Of course, yeah. We're all, we're all solo. Yeah. Um, shout out Orange Collective, bro. Yeah, shout everyone, out. We're going to get to that. Everyone calls it OC Collective. We can call it whatever you want, bro. Yeah. As long as there's yeah. collective after it. A collective. Um, shout out Mr. Fully, mayor of OC. Got you. Um, it, was, it was his idea initially to create a hub or a mecca or a springboard for, for, for Orange County. Mm-hmm. Because when, when you hear something, it sounds like Atlanta, you're like, that's Atlanta. Mm-hmm. When you hear something in LA even, that sounds like LA or that's New York mm-hmm. or, or whatever, right? Orange County doesn't have that. So that is kind of our, our goal is to give Orange County a sound and, mm-hmm. and a vibe because it does have a sound and a vibe. It just hasn't broke through that, that bubble yet. Because Orange yeah. County, I've heard this so many times from people I don't even know. Orange County is a bubble, but we're trying to get it popping. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think a lot of people are scared of that. I think a lot of people are scared to have that extra Orange County sound be their sound because they're like, people are, we know when you're unfamiliar with something, you really don't give it an ear like you would something you're familiar with. Right. So that. But um, how would you feel? Have you ever heard any Young Pinch music? I love Young Pinch. I, I really just got put up on him. Shout out Cadillac Cass. Cadillac Cass told me about him. I listened to it. Would that be the OC sound? It's very... I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's you very, it? very, uh, the, the, the one word that I use to describe Young Pinch's music is nostalgic, mm-hmm. and it's just very, very wavy, and it kind of sounds like everything's kind of underwater, mm-hmm. and um, that's kind of the vibe, you know, like he's from HB, right, Huntington Beach, Yeah, HB, because of Beach um, Boy. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess, I guess, um, I guess I would say, yeah, I'd say mm-hmm. Young Pinch definitely embodies that. And uh, I feel like we're just trying to trying to trail right behind that, but with our own experiences. So, okay. Yeah, I like Young Pinch though. Okay, shout out Young Pinch. So, yeah. OC Collective, how'd you guys come together and say, okay, you yeah. guys got this idea, how you come together and do all that? It's crazy. I'm gonna shout everyone out too. Uh, Mr. Foley, Mayor of OC, um, Speak Life 310, mm-hmm. um, MBO Zamir, my boy Zami. Shout out. And uh, shout out myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, but um, we came together, there was. Uh, there was a, I got the call from, from Mr. Foley, mm-hmm. and I actually met up with him at, it's a crazy story, man. It's like, it's crazy. How do I start from the beginning? I knew, I knew Zami since high school. He went to Canyon High School, onto Blue Park High School. Okay. But we didn't really ever, like, 
talk like we knew through other people mm -hmm. and we never really linked up on anything we kind of chopped it up in the dms here and there like whenever we we're passing each other at parties like hey what's good you know i've heard about you respect whatever oc um and i just knew that his homie was was speak life but i never really met him we had done the same shows before and like i kind of shook their hands or whatever but we never really knew each other and then like later on um i saw mr fully and he was promoting for this other artist that i was working with at the time and that artist brought me out to perform. And I was like, yo, how'd you get, how'd you get the gig out here? And he was like, oh, my boy, uh, Fully. So I met Fully or whatever. And he's like, yo, bro, you're one of the dopest out here OC. I'm trying to, he kind of pitched it to me a little bit. And I was like, okay, I like the sound of that, bro. Because I agree, like Orange County doesn't really have that, that, that sound that's like cemented yet. It's yeah. still being molded, right? And still being recognized. Um, so I was like, all right, I like that. So we had a meeting actually at Lockout Studios. Um, I don't know if you know Hippie, Juice County Entertainment. Yeah, yeah I know Hippie. Uh, we, went, we went down over there. There was a couple other people in there, too. I think there was probably like 15 of us in there. And uh, it just started from there. Um, okay. He pitched it to us. And uh, ever since then, we were, we were with it. And uh, the point that we all have going into it is we're all solo. And that's why we're okay. here. And don't ever stray away from who you are because I've done that before. I've been in many groups before. Mm -hmm. And it, you get comfortable. You get really comfortable. And um, you kind of take away from your network. And then if you were to step away, if you do that, you get sucked in and you step away and try and sell your tickets like you normally would do, you realize your network's kind of gone. Yeah. Or it took a hit. So um, that's kind of our thing is we still take care of our own backs, but at the same time when we come together, we just make hits and try and make the juice sound. Yeah. And that's what we call it is the juice sound. And that was our first music video okay. um, that we did was juice sound. And that's a fire hook. Shout out to Fully for that hook too. I'd never heard him sing, never heard him rap. I was like, you're the promoter guy. Like, you're going to be on the hook. All right. I was like, I'm, <laughs> not, doubt I'm not doubting you, but, like, I want to hear it. I want to yeah. hear it. And when he sent it out, I was so impressed, bro. Yeah. Done better than I could have done on a hook, bro. And I'm a hook master, according to some people. Yeah. And, I'll give um, you that. You're a hook master. Thank I've you, heard bro. him. I've I, heard him. I appreciate I'm not going to hate. I heard him. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. <laughs> so it all just started from there, and I think we're past the one-year anniversary already. Um, Dang, we performed. We performed at Time Nightclub. We're the first local people to do that. Mm -hmm. um, That's a big nightclub too. Right. Everyone doesn't know that. Yeah, times it's hard to get in there. Yeah. Um, the list goes on. The list goes on. That's man. dope. That's dope That's because honestly, just being direct, you stand out more other group. It's just it stands. You just stand out. I don't know if maybe it's just the look or the sound. It's just when I like see you guys in video, I'm like, oh, cool. But who, dude? And then, mm -hmm. and we'll segue into the drama. So once the drama popped, it's like, oh, this dude is out front. So that's why it's like, I remember, I think that's the first time I talked to you with the uh, Dom the Kid situation. Yeah. I, I literally, I've seen you, but I never knew your name because I know Mr. Fully. Mr. Fully hit me because I had did a Nipsey thing. Yeah. A, a visual for when Nipsey passed. And he was like, hey, you know, good, that's a good look. That's, that's good. You're working with the community. He was like, he's telling me what he's doing in the community because he's really into the church thing. And I was like, oh, that's dope. Mm -hmm. And we talked. And then once I seen the Dom thing with you, I'm like, oh, that's the same dude. <laughs> I was like, which it was weird because I'm like, this dude doesn't look like he gets into rap beefs. So I don't know where this is going to go. Yeah. So how did that, what was the whole thing behind that? There was, I didn't even start the shit, bro. It normally happens like it, that. It didn't even, it, it wasn't even, it kind of just kind of fell in my lap. And um, I just, I'm a very respectful person, but mm -hmm. when people call me out of my name, yeah. they disrespect me, then that's the vibe and if you want to take it there then then I'll finish it and people are still mad over it and I'm like how are you gonna it goes back to this how are you gonna dish it if you can't take it and it all started with Juice Unlocked shout out Juice Unlocked too <laughs> I don't even know who's beefing with who now like is 
I'm, I feel like I'm just past all that. But yeah, but it, it gets a little. At that point, I, I like you know I had that situation too at that time. I made a song, and I think at that time in that period, everyone was like beef, and it was like a new beef every day. Yeah, and then I got. Actually, someone in my own older homies was like, bro, that's not a good look. You're, it might can go bad. It can go too street. You mm-hmm. should just leave that alone and just do you. Don't worry about what everybody else. That's what else. everyone was trying to tell me, too, yeah, especially yeah. In, in my circle, too. They're like, bro, it's not going to bear no fruit, bro. And I was like, bro, like I don't even pay no mind to it, really. Like yeah. They're the ones looking into it. They're the ones that heated. Yeah. So that's kind of how, how, how uh, I was thinking about it. But it mm-hmm. started from a post where, where um, Juice Unlock posted it, and it was like, a bunch of OC rapper faces. Mm-hmm. I know you've probably seen that. Yeah, post. I've seen it. Everyone's yeah. seen it. Everyone's seen it. <laughs> Everyone in the county's seen it. And um, it said, like, oh, this rose five bucks. This one's like, whatever, different oh, prices. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had like $15. Yeah. yeah pick your lineup. Okay. Pick your lineup. Yeah, pick your lineup. And I was just like, I was like, not offended at all, but I was like, I wanna see how hard my fans can go for me. Mm-hmm. I just like to taste test and see, are you still with me? You still awake on me? Yeah. So I reposted it and I said, somebody lied. How are you gonna have an OC list without winning the musician? Mm-hmm. Blow up the comments. So everyone was blowing up the comments, yeah. bro. Like it literally like tripled the comment section. And um, it just started with um, just a lot of people um, just. They thought that I was like DMing fans and like paying people or doing yeah. whatever, like just being fake or whatever. And I was just like, "All right, bro. Like, if you wanna, if you wanna talk like that." And then I kind of went back under Dom's comment because mm-hmm. I saw that he was subbing me. He was kind of talking about me. I know it was, bro. Because like, oh, he's like, bro, really DM'd all his fans. Was like, whatever. The streets have already spoken. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like, sit the fuck down. And I was just like, I'm gonna stand the fuck up. Yeah. He told me to sit down. So I just kind of went underneath that and just started like kind of trolling and shit. He started trolling back or whatever. Um, and I was like, all right, I'm going to just leave it at that, whatever. It kind of yeah. just ended up not really being anything. He even, I think he even DM'd me. And yeah. I was like, bro, just leave it alone, bro. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, it's not even that serious, bro. If it's serious, then let's make it serious. But if not, then, like, shut up. Sit down. Yeah. So, so um, he was like, all right, there you go. I was like, all right, cool. And I just left it at that. I was like, I'll see you when I see you. And um, what happened? Oh, then the diss track came out first. It was by Fat Doe. And Fat Doe came out and dissed me, dissed mm-hmm. Dong, dissed a couple other people. Yeah. And I was like, all right, bet. Once I clock out of work, I got traffic on the way home. I'm going to find a beat. I hit up my producer, Young Serpent. Shout out, Young Serpent. Shout I out. Like, I, need, I was like, I need something boom bappy, bro. I need something like, you've been with me. He's been with me since elementary school. Okay. So he's seen all the phases and shit that you did your homework on. Yeah. He was there for it. And he was like, yeah, bro, I got you. So he sent me that one. I was like, bet. Sounds good. I'm about to eight mile these niggas. So I, I just see it as friendly competition, bro. Like, that part is friendly competition. Like, I think if you put out a song, rather than going on comments, that's friendly competition because what you're saying is, I'm going to show you my skill set. Where's your skill set at? Exactly. And that's where I'm at. We rappers, bro. It's like we're artists, yeah. but how are you not going to? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Now, here's <laughs> a good question for some of you comment. Uh, same, same blog. Juice and I put up, the, I think, the top 10 up and coming new rappers. Oh, yeah. And, you, and the say. first comment I see, I'm like, let me check this out. Oh, so Wim's not a rapper? <laughs> How do you think, like, do you think that, I, like... I said, I said I'm not a rapper, so this is accurate. This is accurate, yeah. He actually said the yeah, verbatim. Um, maybe, I don't, you think people don't see you as a rapper more of as an R&B dude or, or unless singer? They, unless they do the homework like you, like yeah, you did. Yeah, that's why I did the homework, and I had to know, because I don't want to sit there and ask you, okay, so how do you feel about R&B? And I, I'm like, hold up, this dude's a rapper. He just found the melody that he's comfortable with. And he's just going back and forth, but he's a rapper. Because mm-hmm. the way you attack things, now that I see that when I did, went back, now I see how you attack things. Oh, he's a rapper. 
Mm-hmm. At heart, I'm all, I'll always be a rapper. And I feel bro. like people know you're a rapper because they attack you as a rapper. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've never, I've never seen no rapper beef with R&B dude. Like, I just never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, for real. But you look at like Tory Lanez, he's an R&B dude, but he got bars. I think, but Tory Lanez kind of like you. He started as a freestyler. Exactly. Remember, he was like 16 in a freestyle, mm-hmm. and I think him, I think because he always said Drake was an influence on him. Right. When he seen Drake do the rap sing, he found out, oh shit, I can really fucking sing. Yeah. And now his singing is more prevalent to his rapping. I prefer singing over his rapping, honestly. Me too. Me too. Yeah. But then you go to like watch his sway on the universe. Yeah. Uh, freestyles, right? And you're just like, damn, this can go off. I don't even know if that's all in his head or off top or just like, I don't know what it is, but I was yeah. like, damn. Because like, I was one of those people that kind of, um, I guess I was introduced through his song Say It, which was all melodies. Yeah. Like, it was like for the ladies and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, who's this Tory Lanez? When I heard a song called Diego, and he started singing on that too, but it was like hard singing. And I was yeah. like, that's sick, bro. Like, I fuck with this dude. And then, like, later on, it was probably, like, probably, like, a year ago, mm-hmm. I was like, looking at Sway, um, <clears throat> the Sway Freestyles, Five mm-hmm. Fingers of Death or whatever, and I was like, Tory Lanez? Tory Lanez? All right, cool, let's see what he got. And he freaking spit his ass off, bro. Yeah. I was like, damn, yeah. bro, I feel late. I feel late. Well, and, with, with me, when I heard him was, I heard a song, and I, you know, my roots, I love, like, the reggae sound, like, the dance song, and he had a sus, um, we all fall in love sometimes. I forgot. I forgot the name of the song. Oh, it's called Love. L U D. Yeah, yeah. L U D. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm listening. I'm loving this. Song. I'm banging this song daily. And they're like, you know, that's Tory Lanez. That's not fucking Tory Lanez. That's some Jamaican guy. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's Tory. I'm like, oh shit, he does dance all too. Mm-hmm. So then it was Shooters. The way he made that song melodic with Shooters, I'm like, that one's lit. That one's he. And you seen a video to that? Mm-hmm. So. And forever, the new song just came out. Forever, yes, gas, bro. But how how are you gonna sing rap like that? Like man. I feel like he like literally rapped. He'd even sing. Like the the flow was just like, how do you breathe? It was like Kendrick esque. Like how yeah. do you even breathe on that shit? Here's another thing too. He took man. He took some L's though. Drake just killed him. Yeah. When he was beefing with Drake, you know he was beefing with Drake. Oh my god, Drake never said Kinda. his name, and Drake murdered him on views. Yeah, I heard the whole album. I don't know why they went. He said, uh. He said, why are you always on that road shit? That never coming home line? Oh, that's about that, Tori? That's him. Oh, man. I want to do it. I got Go that back and listen right to views mm-hmm. like, and listen to what he's saying. Like, all that all around hit. Why you never like coming home? Like, mm-hmm. then he say, um, what's the deal? Niggas say they ain't got a deal. I forgot how he said it. That's all to him. Damn. I'm breaking it down. Like Drake's sneaky, bro. See, Drake has mastered art of dishing you without saying your name, but seeing the instance to where you know it's you when you just, hear it. Just like with the Kiki song, Kiki, do you love Oh my God, he killed Kim? Kanye. Yeah, he killed Kanye. That was fucked up. And then he made Mob Kanye ties. Linear, yeah. Mob ties. Get sick of these niggas. Get rid of these niggas. Hide some help. Get rid of I'm these sick of you niggas. Yeah, hey, so Drake has like found that. And like with Tory Lanez, one thing I respect about Tory Lanez is, and I was late, so the Chicks tape. All mm-hmm. five of them, he, when I was watching the interview, the Chicks tape, he takes a certain era of R&B Gets those type of beats and those type of songs, and he makes it. So on Chicks Tapes 5, he took, I think it's the 2000s of R&B. He used the beats. Like, he made the beat sound like that, and he grabbed the artist. So he got the uh, Jerry Springer song with T-Pain that has the I'm Sprung sample. Mm-hmm. With T-Pain, I'm like, Bruh, this dude's creative. Yeah, he's on some other shit. And I was actually watching a video of Tory Lanez the other day, too, where he kind of goes in. And I do the same thing, and I didn't even really realize it. Yeah. But he'll go, and he'll step into the booth playing a beat, and he'll just, like freestyle melodies 
-hmm. And most of it's not even words. But you don't even really notice it until you really listen. You're like, he's not even really saying shit. Mm -hmm. It's literally just freestyling the melodies, whatever just comes out. Yeah. And I do the same shit, but I don't go into the booth and do it. But like, I'll literally just, just be there. I'll hear the beat and I'll start humming the hook. I'm like, that part, that's it right there. And I'll put words, fill words into it. Like, I'll, I'll have the skeleton of the melody first, yes. and then I'll throw the words in later. The creative process right. of it. And I think that's what's missing. A lot of dudes, well, let me say this first. A lot of dudes get high and they think they can freestyle the whole song, and then it sounds like shit. But I hate that, bro. That's just, you I know what? Because they believe rappers. So Future says it. We know Wayne did it. Yeah. To, we know Wayne did it, but Future says it. Uh, Gunna says it. Young Thug says it. Travis Scott. They all say that. They just get high, lean, and smoke weed, go in there. Say whatever on the mic when we know that's not true. Because if you go watch the credits on the song, it's eight, it's eight writers. Yeah. So, but that process is, it is genuine. Like, have you ever been in a car driving home rapping something you wish you would record? Because now you just fucking lost, forgot what you just said, which All was fucking time. tight. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people don't really talk about the creative process mm -hmm. about the music. And I would say singing melodies is harder than rapping. That's, that's to me. Some people can do it. I feel yeah. like... If you have not much talent, it's really easy to kind of, like, it's easy, it's easier to rap than it is to sing. Mm -hmm. To sing, you not only have to have, like, the, the confidence, but you ha it takes a lot of practice to hit those notes. Not everyone can have it. Some people are just born without it. Yeah. They can't, so they can only rap. You know what I mean? And um, once I realized I could sing, I was just like, damn, this is, like, yeah. the best of both worlds right here, bro. And it was harder at first, but... It, there's something about it where it just it's a different feeling when you're on the mic hitting the note perfectly and it's mm -hmm. so crisp and you're like, damn, bro, like I needed that. Yeah. But then same with rapping too, like it's different. It's just two different worlds. Yeah, bro, when you hit and that, lucky that punchline hit just right, or like you hear a sick beat in the beat, the way the beat's broken down, you just rap sick on it. I think it's parallel, but I think now you got rap has took a melodic turn. Yeah, you definitely. To, you got to have melody. Mm-hmm. You gotta have melody. What did what did uh, what did uh, J Cole say? J Cole's one of my favorites too. He said, uh, "Back when you could get a platinum plaque without no melody, you wasn't sweating me." Exactly. He said that on Forest Hills Drive, and uh, I was like, "Damn, that's so true. Like yeah. you need melody, bro. You, you need, need something contagious. Otherwise, yeah. these people are just gonna gonna shoot it down." And that's why yeah. there's a lot of rappers that are so dope, but they don't have that talent, or they don't have that knowledge, or they don't have that part figured out yet. Yeah. And I don't know if they ever will, and it's just, it can only go so far, unfortunately. Yeah, it, you know it'll, go, I mean? it'll hit a, a zenith, and it'll die out. Like Slim Shady. He mm -hmm. didn't sell records, so he started making them, hi, my name is like Melody. Yeah. Na, 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 yeah. na, 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 yeah. Like, it was Melody in it. Who mm -hmm. else? 50. 50. 50, you can find me in the club, just a little bit. Like, he understood. Mm -hmm. Ja Rule killed with Melody. Mm -hmm. So now it's like the auto-tune is the Melody. Like, people like... Um, a Boogie with a Hoodie, one of my mm -hmm. faves. I like A Boogie, the way he says it. Or mm -hmm. Lil TJ, Lil Tekka. Like they, they've made that lane to where now you, well, of course, they got to have auto-tune on it because most of them can't literally sing ballads. Mm -hmm. But they're harmonizing and being harmonic. And if you go as far back as Bone Thugs and Harmony, that mm -hmm. was one of their things. So I think that a lot of people who, like you said, who can't sing or even find melody get frustrated. Like, oh, he's trash, he can't rap. Mm -hmm. Are you mad because you can't do it? Yeah, bro. It's all, people always like project their own insecurities. So when people hate on me, I'm just like, it, you're making your, you're, you're literally blowing your own cover right now, bro. Like, yeah. I, don't get, I don't get haters, bro. I don't get people. But um, I agree, bro. I agree with that 100%. Like, so how do you deal with that when you get the negative energy? It's confirmation that I'm making waves. Yeah. I don't care about it. I really don't care in a negative fashion. But 
there was a time where I didn't really have anyone hating on me, and it was just like people around me, oh, you're, you're so good, you're so good, you're so good. But I'm like, why isn't there any haters? Like, why isn't <laughs> there any haters? And now that you're going to ask why they're not hating on and me. And your haters go harder for you than anybody. They never forget. They're thinking about you way more than your fans way are. Way more. Your fans are like, okay, I love that song. They'll play it, but it's more subconscious. I just, oh, I love him, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 the haters, like, I just know that hate stems from love. Mm-hmm. Or jealousy. Yeah. So it's one or the other, bro. And it's like, you just hate me because you want to be in my shoes, bro. Like, yeah. Oh, you're, you're soft, or you rap about this, or you're all heartbroken. You make a bunch of sad music, whatever. And it's like, you're just, you're just, you're just scared to show that side of yourself because everyone has that in them. Everybody yeah. does. And it's, I don't know, my mom always told me this. is real, real man, real man cry. Real man show their emotions. Of course, man. And to me, that is stronger <clears throat> than, than, you know, holding it holding it more so together um, because people feed on that and they'll yeah. see that as a weakness, but I don't see it that way. You can see it that way all you want, but yeah. it's like, bro, we all human. We all cry. Yeah. We all we all love. You know what I mean? So why are you hating to cover up all that? That's what social media builds people to act like. I say, show me one person who wasn't born with emotions. You have emotions. Mm-hmm. So if you don't cry as a man, so you didn't cry as a baby. You didn't, when you wanted something, you didn't cry. Yeah. Everybody be super tough. Like mm-hmm. It just be like, you're like, bro, you're not that tough. Because mm-hmm. I'm, just from knowing people, a lot of these dudes are nowhere near what social media makes them seem. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll know that because if we have a real problem as man, we should be able to, hey, let's go to Starbucks, let's talk. Or if you're trying to go past that, well, let's pull up somewhere we can go past that. Oh, no, it's just music. It's just you're tripping. Mm-hmm. And then like, like what you're saying that people are scared to show their emotions, the first comment you hear, oh, someone's in their feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in touch with it. Bro. I'm just in touch with my feelings. Like, I know that you just pissed me off. For real. Yeah. So, yeah. I just know myself, bro. And it's like, I'm going to react accordingly. You know, a lot of people, they just want to move like one way. And I'm like, bro, you can't, um, you know, Amine, he said in a song, he said, um, you can't man up if masculinity is your only weapon. I like that dude. Yeah. Amine's yeah. nice, bro. Yeah. He's underrated. He gets, he's under, he slept on a lot. Really? Really though. He's really slept on. He is, bro. He's like a perfect example of like the rapper melody, sometimes auto-tune, sometimes not, yeah. vibe that I'm, tr- that I'm trying to go for, that I kind of fell into naturally. Um, shout out to Mine. But yeah, the, um, just, just being, in, being in touch with both sides, I feel like just makes you overall uh, just a better person because like, at the end of the day, like, I know how to be tough and I know how to do all that shit. I've been through that already. Yeah. And I can always fall back on that, but at the same time, having emotional intelligence just gets you farther, bro. It just does. It's like double. It's double trouble. So when is the old whim gonna come back? We gonna get like a song or the bars? Or... Yeah, bro. I got. I got some. I got um, this whole marathon thing going on where I'm dropping like a song every week or so or whatever. Oh, when does that start? Oh yeah. Let's tell us about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm on week like. I stopped it a bit because here's the thing. Back, back before I was an album guy. Mm-hmm. I had six albums. Pre-game, um, addictions. Um, shit. Baby, help me out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, brain, get the phone out. <laughs> brainstorm, pros and cons, Melody Lane, and just, and just fine. And um, I was realizing that people only listen to the either the highest uh, views already, mm-hmm. or they only listen to like one or two. And if they don't like it, or even if they do like it, they're just like. Not, the attention span is short. It's these the days. attention span. It's not that mm-hmm. they're short as hell. Yeah, it's just short. It's shorter than it used to be. People don't. Like movies are shorter these days, books are short, everything's shorter. Everything's shorter. I don't know what it is, just people's mentality, people's memory, short-term memory loss, like, like yeah. a bitch. So 
I realized that and I studied the analytics of it and I was like, damn, bro, why does this one have 10K? But halfway through, it's only got like a thousand. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them have a thousand, two thousand. I'm like, that's not right, bro. The best one's right there. Like, what the hell? Almost makes you want to like put the best song at the beginning. But I switched it up and I was like, you know what? I have all these songs. I, I create songs like crazy. I mix and master my own shit. I don't have to wait on nobody. don't have to pay nobody. Let me just pump them out. And mm-hmm. it gives every song the least opportunity to be slept on. I'm like, this way you can't sleep on me. Like, every song is a hit mm-hmm. in my eyes. Every song is a hit. So I'm like, if I do it this way, then they're going to they're gonna digest one, one at a time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, I started doing that, and it was like a week at a time. But I, was, I realized later on that people don't keep up. I'm like, you need, I don't know. It's like you need to slow it down a bit. So I started doing it every two weeks, every mm-hmm. three weeks, maybe once a month. I think that's my sweet spot right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's my marketing uh, technique right now. It's just like once a month, drop one, let them digest it, let the videos come in because there's always videos of like girls dancing to it or like someone jamming to it in the club or mm-hmm. some DJ gets in, they're spinning it, they're like, hey, shout out win, whatever. Yeah. I'll let those come in, post those, and just let people love it for a bit. Yeah. And then drop another one. Yeah. That's but I'm just, still on the single, I'm still on the single thing yeah. right now. Not the singles out, like I told somebody else, and that somebody else had a good point about this. You ever notice when you put a project out, the first song has views. Or Always. Has, That's what I mean. Streams. Because when you see it, oh, let me hit the first one. Mm-hmm. But when you release singles, every song's the first one. Exactly. And then nowadays, you got to kind of market and brand it and build up. So it's a snippet one day. Mm-hmm. Then, like you said, people jam into it. Then is, are you ready for this to drop? Let me know. Mm-hmm. And then even if you do a trailer or a TikTok video to it, that gets people interested in seeing it, then it's like, okay, let me drop the song. Mm-hmm. Then when you drop the song and the song gets 10K views or 10,000 streams, now they're like, well, where's the video to this? Because mm-hmm. now they're greedy. You know, the consumer's greedy. And mm-hmm. then they're lazy. They don't want to go over here for it, over there for it. They want to see it, then go watch the video. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times, like you say, you, you miss good songs on albums mm-hmm. because you're putting an album out. Exactly. And you don't want to put all the good songs at the top because then what happens at the <clears> end of <throat> Exactly. And it's even hard to decide for me, like, which one's the best one. Like I said, every song I feel like is my best song, so it's just a different flavor. Mm-hmm. It's just a story, so I'm like, how are you going to, like, walk out halfway through a movie? Like, I don't know, bro. So I'm just like, I'm just going to give you a scene at a time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just do with it what you want. Yeah. And then I'll drop another one later. So, so I feel like that's my pace, and I feel like that's really where I'm getting, like, the most traction from is, like, once a month-ish. Okay, so are you more of a numbers artist or a content artist and what i mean by that is like drake is a numbers we all know drake's numbers he, yeah. he wants to be the first week kill it whereas mm-hmm. in you got people like andre 3000 or kanye and you know where they're con they're like look at the content of it look at the, the genius in the work where do you see yourself at right now as that well my heart is in like the content and like having a story that's why it was so hard for me it took me so much longer than it should have to switch over from albums Mm -hmm. which i believe is like a whole package a whole message um over to singles because i'm like damn bro am i like am i playing the industry's game now Mm -hmm. but i realize you have to yeah and and when i'm doing that switching over to singles i'm not really sacrificing anything it's Mm -hmm. still the same music to me you know what i mean i'm not changing the content i'm not letting anyone else have creative control it's just the way that it that it's marketed so I feel like I'm kind of both. Like my heart says content, but my mind says like think, think how the industry wants yeah, you to, the business to, to part. be the business part of it. And I know it's the music business at the end of the day. Like there's people that are just dropping content and not marketing the right way and they just, they plateau and they never mm-hmm. grow. So 
I just want it to be heard. So I'm like, if I want all of that bodies of work to be heard, I got to play their game a little bit. So that's yeah. where I'm at. It's yeah. kind of both. It's kind of both. So, okay, let's talk sports real quick. What's your teams? Basketball team? Lakers for life, dog. Lakers for life? How do yeah. you like the AD and LeBron matchup? Like, together, like... I still need to be pinched that LeBron's a Laker, bro. I still haven't, still? I still haven't really accepted I didn't it. think it was going to happen either. Like, just because of Kobe. I didn't think he would exactly. go behind Kobe's footsteps. But I think there were some incentives behind it's so, that. It's so different. It's just weird. How does that mean? Like, when you see him play, do you be like... Yeah, I'm like, dude, he's really, wearing, he's really wearing gold right now, bro. Yeah. And it just shows that he's about the money. He loves the sport, but at the same time, he's like kind of like me, where it's like the industry. Like, yeah, you got to play the game, you but play you the do game. what you love. Exactly, right? So I, it was, I thought it was a joke. Like, I literally, like, his Facebook told me first. Yeah. And I was like, this Facebook's trolling me. You know how Facebook's always posting some, like, oh fake-ass shit? Oh, it'd be so fake, bro. I didn't think, I thought a thousand people died already. Yeah, for real, bro. <laughs> like, I thought Lil Wayne died, like, three times. Man, so did The Rock and yeah. you know, Kevin Hart. I was like, man, this shit's so fake. How yeah. did this shit out? So I thought it was fake, bro, and I really started seeing it on, like, credible pages and shit. Like, people talking about it, and I was like, damn, LeBron's a Laker, Trump's president, what's next, bro? Like, yeah. it's crazy, bro. But then again, like, it's America. It's all about the money. How you all feel about, about Trump then? That's a good question. I'm not very political, but um, I just think he's going about it the wrong way. Like, I get, like, what he's trying to say from mm -hmm. what I see, because my family's very political, and they tell me what they want me to hear. Mm -hmm. um, but um, he just goes about it the wrong way. He's just unprofessional. He's unprofessional, and he doesn't know how to, like, his vernacular is weird for a president and a man that's a billionaire and has money. Like, bro, I know you know how to speak proper and get your point across, without using the derogatory terms you use and how you come across people. So I'm always telling people, like, you know, some of the stuff he's saying, some he don't. Yeah. So you plan on voting for 2020? I've never voted. I don't know if I'm going to vote. I just don't think the votes matter. I don't really believe in they democracy. They do and they don't. I don't believe in democracy, really, bro. Like, they make us think it's a democracy, but at the end of the day, if somebody wins that the system doesn't want to win, they're going to they're gonna fudge it, bro. Yeah. Like, they're going to get in who they want to get in. Not that I don't think my vote doesn't matter, but I don't think my vote matters. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's a, a weird test. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't like sit down and watch debates. I don't really know the difference between Democrat and Republican. I really don't. Yeah. Um, all I know is what I'm told and what I see, and I don't really do too much homework on it. So that's why I kind of feel like I'm not really qualified to vote, yeah. to be honest. But and that's, No, I can respect that. Like I was always taught if you don't know something about something, don't speak on it. Right. Cause it just makes you look dumb. You're like, yeah. well, what are you talking? You don't even know. Me, I like. I literally watch CNN in the morning. I watch the debates and because only I say that is because politics have a hand in business. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. And it's also, you know, what if I run into a politician one day and they ask me a legit question and I know what I'm talking about? I just met a friend and a politician. Mm-hmm. They plugged in. Bro. They plugged in. If you, you plugged got the system in. on your side. It's a wrap, bro. Yeah, bro. Literally, yeah. man. Literally, I was just at a Democratic fundraiser yesterday and I spoke. It's That's lit. And so I'm like, I'm in Villa Park, a little mini mansion. I'm just talking, but I'm meeting people like, oh, this is the different side of it to mm -hmm. move on. So I'm asking another question. Football team. Football team? Man, I don't watch football like I you used to. Like I used to. I played football in high school. I used to love what it. What position? Wide receiver. Figured. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Ran that 4 4 yeah. you heard? What? Oh, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. I got some videos. Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was cool. Um, no football team then? If I had to, the Raiders, because my cousin, oh, Marcel Reese, that's my cousin. Oh, my God, they're trash. You about to kick me out? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a Dallas fan, so it doesn't matter. My team's not doing too Oh, shit, shit. Yeah. man. You would hate my roommate, bro. He's like, I fucking hate the cowgirls. I hate hey, them. everyone hates Dallas. Literally, like, that's one of the most fun I have online. 
is talking about football because so many people be so livid, and I feel like we could talk trash to each other. It's just football. Mm-hmm. I go to work talk trash, bro. Like, I love it. Like I said, my, my boss just hit me right now talking about let's bet on the game. Mm-hmm. Like, nope. But um, <laughs> I think the reason why I ask those type of questions outside of music is I, I tell people, if you only live music, what else do you have? Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like Lil Wayne, if you watch, this dude knows all sports stats. I'm like, and you would think he grew up in rap. You would think all he knew was music, but, mm-hmm. you know, he also went to college. Like, a lot of artists go to college. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne's smart. Lil Wayne's smart. Super smart. Bro. He's super smart. Even Eminem, super smart. Mm-hmm. Super smart. Like, and, it's, and you can see it in, the, like, Jay-Z. Like, man, everything I do, I think Jay-Z. Every time I make a I read a his movie, book, too. Man. Um, Empire State of Mind. Jay-Z is a genius, You see bro. that dude? You see the moves he made? Made movies? No moves. The movies oh, he oh, made. Oh, oh, he did make movies. Paid Fool. Um, he has another movie with. Barry Why don't I know that? I'm gonna go home and Netflix that like right now. Yeah, he's That's made. Crazy. He's, he's made genius. movies. Like he's he's behind the scenes. Like like he just just the money behind it. But the moves he's made and the people he's connected with. Mm-hmm. Like some of the things I tell people I've said on my show before. Like you get Twenty One Savage out of customs. You you pay ta- Lil Wayne's tax debt and get him out his deal with cash money and get give him his money. He's connected, bro. Then you get Meek Mills out, and then you put Meek Mills on that platform to where Meek Mills own half of Lids now. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, bro. Damn, bro. Like I've been, I I'm like, like a really a like I'm like a hip hop kind of like mm-hmm. I don't just look at the music. Like mm-hmm. I tell like every dude I talk to, bro, you can make the best music. You can make music better than me all you want. But I'm taking time to learn this business and learn people. So if I make that one good song, and this dude puts me in a position to get on this label, like mm-hmm. Rock Nation. Is um you know Jay Z owns Rock Nation, they're managing DJ Khaled. Look how big he is. Yeah. They manage Yo Gotti. Now look what Yo Gotti done. He has three artists out there on his label, CMG, that's making moves too. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? so it's just networking. That's why I try to get people. I've been talking about having this summit in Orange County about just a network summit where yeah. people can take lead their egos at the door, sit down, hey, let's talk. Like, okay, Wim got this thing going on. I'm willing to work with him and help whatever way I can to get him where he needs to go. And then when he gets where he goes, he doesn't have to do nothing for me because the work I've done for him is going to speak for himself. He don't have to mm-hmm. do nothing. That's like with P. Diddy. P. Diddy started writing songs and producing for people. Look at him now. Mm-hmm. Huge. Huge. What, second richest now? Shout Se- out to Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z. I knew Jay-Z was going to get that, bro. bro you I know, was looking at the, 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 the list for like richest rappers, and I was like, Jay-Z's... He's gonna he's gonna pass it. It's easy, bro. Cause he doesn't need rap money no more. When's the last time he dropped the album? Two thousand seventeen. He doesn't need to. It's he not doesn't... what it used to be, anyways. So what? Oh, man. He, he owns a whole platform title, yeah. right? Title. That's his. That's insane, bro. That's but you insane. know, the thing about title though, it's so beautiful, bro. I, I, I'm a Jay Z fan. He's like my top rapper. He's not my number one, and that's just because to see someone who came from the streets selling drugs to say, you know what, I know when to stop. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't get signed. He was almost thirty. That gives me hope. <laughs> Bro, even the even the baby, what he's like twenty eight. Yeah, the and, baby. And I think he's a little older, bro. I'm gonna keep it real you with you. Know why? Twenty eight. You know why? Why? One, I remember him back at a radio station interview with Rallo. Rallo's in prison. He's an Atlanta rapper. Yeah. And the baby was already on as the baby Jesus, baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. Then before Suge came out, he got to deal with Interscope, and the next thing you know, he's on every platform up there, and which is okay. That could be any young dude. But the way he carries himself, his showmanship, mm-hmm. his etiquette. Like how he's been there. He's been there. Mm-hmm. He knows if he fucks up, it could be the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, this dude could be older. I say, 
he probably like thirty one. It's like this is his last shot. Yeah, like his yeah. last I think, hoorah, I think it's thirty one. Thirty one. I think he's thirty one. I think he's not. I think he's just taking some off thirty one. Yeah. You know because the dude can rap. Yeah. Listen to what he says. Mm-hmm. And he's creative. His videos are just so dope. And you know he has creative control over all that shit. Well, him and Real Goats, they have like this a relationship. Yeah, bro. bro Real it's Goats. It's all about having that relationship with a producer and your camera guy. And them knowing you and you knowing you because. I could tell if I met that new person, he's goofy. He's funny. Mm-hmm. But he's with the shits. Like, you goofy with the shits? Okay, bet. That's a respect. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to do it. I see him literally jumping arms of this big chick in a, in a convenience store. Yeah. And then this dude has Jabba walkies in the video. Bop. It's like, how are you such a gangster, but you're still, like, in that deep into the industry, that deep in the mainstream? How did you, how are you so, like, they usually don't let people like that in. Like they that. don't. And that's why I feel like he's older and they was like, bro, you know, you fucked this up. This is it. <laughs> like Casanova. You, you remember Casanova? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He even said it. They're like, bro, you fuck up again. It's over. Mm-hmm. Like, T, you got the T Grizzlies, the Kevin Gates. Like, Kevin Gates. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. They probably told him this is the last chance, bro. Like, yeah. you're out of here after this one. Because mm-hmm. he changed it. He did a 360. He's kind of like, going crazy now, isn't he? I don't really see his music that much. I just see, like, a lot of videos. And I'm just like, dude, he doesn't think, look the same. I, Looks I, like he's on some shit. I don't know. I think I think they blackballed him after he kicked the female and then um, he didn't show remorse really, and then the time he did the time he did three years like almost three years, um, and music changed so much, to where that aggressiveness is like frowned upon, mm-hmm. and I just think that they they changed a lot of it and like we were saying earlier about the, the the drugs and music like he admitted to being addicted to you know certain stuff and I think now, like they're we, they're trying to weed out I'm not with. The labels, you know, giving giving these artists drugs to sustain the hits, like Juice World, um, Mac Miller, who else? Uh, what was the other dude who died at the show? They showing him popping like Zanny after Zanny. Oh, Lil Peep. Pe- Lil Peep. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I think he's going through a change right now because he doesn't look himself. And the aggression of the music is not. It's different. Dude. It's, it's different. Off. It's off. It's off because he was a singer. Matter of fact, he was the one that had melody in his raps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He like, was what, one of the, what was the one I loved, bro? He had a big hit. Like, two phones, obviously. Two phones. And then it was... Uh, uh, the jam on it with Ty Dolla Signs and Trey Songs? No, no, it was, uh, it was called Really, Really. Oh, yeah, Really, Really. That was that number one, two on the album. I remember I walked into the club and I heard, I'm like, is this Kevin Gates? Yeah. The fuck? And I freaking Shazam did. I was like, dude, that, that's... Really, lit. Really. It's number two on uh, Isla, Isla album. It's number two song. Mm-hmm. Um, the video's great, too. It's real. It's, I like the other uh, concept of it. But um, I think that when you have a formula, you stick with it. That's what Drake did. He stuck with the formula and never ventured off. But at the same time, like he always has an anchor to his to himself. Yeah. But I feel like he kind of ventures off just enough to kind of adopt what's hot. Yeah. And it like he always has the door open to what's new and what's hot, but like I said he always has that anchor attached to him to where it's still him. And I feel like that's why Drake is just so consistent. He's the king of consistency, yeah. bro. Like, no one else could touch, no but one else could touch you, his consistency. If you look at the top upper echelon of rap right now, from the J. Coles, the uh, Drakes, the Kanye's, the, um, all the top guys, Eminem's, because Eminem's still up there. He could drop and go platinum today. Easy. The one thing they have in common is they love hip-hop. Mm-hmm. They love hip-hop. And a lot of these dudes... I'm going to keep real with you. I meet some of these. They can't even tell you who the Sugar Hill Gang was or say a Biggie verse. They're doing it because it's money. They want to be on and get money and then floss. Mm-hmm. And they fall off because well, you don't respect hip-hop. 
Right. You don't expect the culture of hip hop with breaking, graffiti, DJing, and rapping. You don't respect that culture. Mm -hmm. Some of us really grew up in a culture where this was the only voice we had for us. Right. We could, I grew up when I was a kid. I watched Michael Jackson videos. I can't fucking sing yeah. like Michael Jackson. It's not the same anymore. It's, it's so, not the so same. shallow. These it's days. shallow. There's no depth. There's no personality in it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. There's no depth. It's just too many people that. L luckily, I feel like I have a foot in that and mm -hmm. a foot in the new school too. I'm 24, so I grew oh, up my first, my first. Fuck. I know I'm. Niggas 24. I'm 24. Crazy. But, but like I said earlier, I'm thankful. Like it gives me hope yeah. when I see rappers that are Hold 28 and still making it, and I'm like, bro, I've been, I've been trying to make it since I was 16. That's what I was gonna say. If you're 24, I just seen a video from you seven years ago. It was. So you were in high school doing videos, making those. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Yeah, I've been, I've been at it, but at the time it was just a hobby. I knew mm. it was something that I loved to do. But I was doing sports. I was doing all kinds of shit I wasn't supposed to be doing. I was doing like I was just focused on in the wrong in the wrong areas, and I didn't know the music business. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know what I didn't know. Yeah. And then once I figured it out, like this is a music business. That was probably when I was like eighteen, nineteen, and I was like, okay, it's a music business. I have the talent, yeah. the content, everything's building up. The quality's getting better. I just gotta I gotta focus up. I gotta buckle down. And I feel like it really started when I was like probably twenty. 21. So I've really been at it, trying to trying to make it, make it with the with the tools that I have, um, for like the last I'd say like three years or so, and I feel like it's, it's more traction than ever. And me and Epidemic said this. Out of that, the three we picked, you, Dom, Medusa. Yeah. You were on the top. I was like, yo, he'll, he'll probably go. Cause remember, I was telling you, I was like, yeah, he'll get signed. Yeah. Only because now that you said that, you've only been doing it seriously, focused, locked in for three years, mm -hmm. and look at the traction you've gained. Mm -hmm. Now, I hate to say this, but this is the truth. If you flew to Atlanta and moved down there, you pop overnight. New York. Only reason I'm saying this because Orange County doesn't have the um, the template or I say the roadmap to it to where <clears throat> we can yeah. be outside every day in Orange County. You're not going to see no one in the industry. Not that you know if that's an artist or behind the scenes. Mm -mm. Where Atlanta, you might just run into a Quavo. You might run into Future or, or the, at, a, at, a comp, at a picnic or just somewhere in the hood. And they'd be like, hey, you do music? I've seen you. And mm -hmm. the South has a better support system for music. Mm -hmm. I, I, I realize that. I realize that. Yeah. Especially since like the whole like Juice Unlocked thing and everyone's trying to trying to push Orange County to the top and everything. But I just I don't know the artists they don't come together like that. It's it keeps yeah. creating so much friction. It's, it's more. And it's not. It's not the. It's not like the blog's fault. It's 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 the artist. There's yeah. not that much love and it's super shallow. Everyone's doing yeah. it for the wrong reasons out here. Everyone thinks they're the best. Why can't we all be the best? You know what I mean? Yeah. And do it for for the for the county. Everyone's trying to like, everyone's trying to blow up and shit on everybody. And I'm just like, bro, that's not gonna get you anywhere, bro. But that, and no, I like about that though that they do that is because that'll show you even when they do get it, they're gonna lose it because you don't respect it. Mm -hmm. Like Drake said, he goes, "The crown's in pieces, but most of it's in my possession." He's telling you, I don't have the crown by myself, but I have majority of it. And a lot of people mm -hmm. can't see that to where it is you got dudes who don't even want to be in that top. Like I don't, I don't want to be known as a king OC. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't. I feel like if you do enough work, when they talk about OC, you're going to be talked about, whether right. it be your one percent, ten percent, or a hundred percent. They're going to talk about you. Exactly. And I feel like even the people that do get talked about right now on any site, any blog, or any mention, any story, you're doing something. Mm -hmm. Like I like I told people when I talked to Cash Cat, I said, "Bro, you guys made this dude alive like this. He's the top rank. Not to saying because his music or what he says is when you guys mention him, he goes viral on Instagram." 
2,000 views and all these Who? 200 comments. Who? Cash Cali. Cash Cali, When they, yeah. when they miss him. Funny. And yeah, he's yeah. so funny. Like, I, I chill with this dude. This is, me and dude is cool. And what that is, he's opposite of that. And he, he loves it. He goes, Shells, they're keeping me alive. Why would, I, why would I not indulge in this? Yeah, exactly. I see both sides. Yeah. Like I said, I see both sides. I just feel like there's like a limit. I feel yeah. like there's a limit. And um, I, I, when it's not me involved in it, like I enjoy watching it. So yeah. like I, I get it, you know, and yeah. that's kind of sometimes why I get why people jump in because they mm-hmm. know people are going to enjoy it. Yeah, they're going to enjoy this content. People, like, people love negativity, unfortunately. Oh my like, how God. Many, like, okay, look, if you go eat, if you go try a new restaurant, right? It's the best thing you've ever tried. How likely are you to write a good Yelp review? But if you bring your, your girl, you bring your family, whatever, mm-hmm. there, and you all get sick, then how quick are you to oh, shit you on that bash place? Him. You finna bash him. You finna crazy. bash him, bro. And that's just what it is. And people yeah. love negativity. People love friction because it's interesting. It's like when there's a car accident, there's traffic because everyone, oh, shit, something you don't see every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's, there's a limit, bro. Some people just feed off that too much and they live off of it they can't yeah. live without it and that's when it's like you're addicted to clout bro you're people addicted are to clout. addicted to clout that's a good that's a good one addicted to clout mm-hmm. that's a good one so that's a lot of people new year's eve i seen the flyer yes what's going, what's going on i might i'm not sure i might be there you're more than welcome bro yeah, um, I might new be year's there. eve the, the orange collective um is going to be at legacy mm-hmm. um there's two different there's two different clubs i think legacy used to be 10 mm-hmm. nightclub um in newport i believe there's a lot on the on the on schedule. Mac, I think it's on MacArthur. Yeah, I just seen it was like crazy, like a crazy setup. Dude, it's ridiculous, bro. It's a big, it's a big thing. So yeah. Shout out to Mr. Foley for uh, locking that down. Yeah. For us, um, that's all I really know. It's just gonna be crazy. We're, we're gonna be performing out there. Yeah. Uh, they're giving us uh, uh, some time up there. Um, it's gonna be lit. New Year's yeah, Eve, I, baby. Let's go. I'm, gonna, I'm cause I'm still supposed to interview you guys as a collective, mm-hmm. but I'm uh, still gonna get Mr. Foley. That dude's a good promoter. He's smart. And he's smart. And I love... He's humble. He's super humble. One of the most humble Every time I talk met. to him on the phone or in the DM, it's blessings, brother, waves and blessings, brother. Mm-hmm. Must, ooh, this. And he's always giving people their dues. Mm-hmm. Like, he's always shouting people. And then one thing I really vibe with y'all about is the fashion world. I see all that fashion, so I'm like, damn, dude. Like, I'm a big fashion dude. I like, like people like... Like, I might not dress up every day, but when I see someone that's like, okay, bad, I like that. Yeah, that's fact. And I seen y'all with your performances. How does that go? Like with the performances. Like how do you do that? How does hell? Yeah, yeah, it's warming up. The performances. Because California's weather in the in the wintertime is bullshit. Yeah, bro. It can. It's gonna rain. You know, it's gonna rain tomorrow, right? It's supposed really? to rain like tomorrow or something like that, like this week. Good thing, or, I'm, being, good thing yes. I'm gonna be inside all day. Man, closing deals. Um, so so what was the question again? Just is the fashion. How do you like? The fashion, because you guys did fashion shows. I forgot which one. Excuse me. Oh, Fashion Week. There you go. Performed on the runway. That was exactly. when I, that was when I first learned what was it called? Silent Disco. You know, Silent Disco. So it's a show that's Damn. all ran through headphones. Everyone in the crowd has a headphone, even us, and the music is all playing through the headphones. You take off the headphones, it's just quiet. But, what but the you put on the hell? headphones, then you can hear everything going on. The mic, you hear the music. The whole concert's going through headphones. How they Bluetooth that? That was a I crazy Bluetooth setup. I don't know, but they made everyone sign a waiver and say like you got to pay like five hundred bucks if you break this shit. So oh, that was probably some expensive yeah, headphones. It was expensive, but um, yeah, it was dope. I was like, what is this, bro? What the hell? I was like, dude, where's the speakers at? Like, what's up? And then he's like, yo, put this on. I was like, all right. I was like, yo, yo, and everyone heard me. Mm. It was crazy, bro. It was crazy. Um, but 
I don't know. Like, how do we coordinate is what you're asking? Yeah, like, basically, like, how did y'all, like, because, like, a, trust me, I know a lot of dudes that do music that want to get into fashion. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much, how I assumed it was, okay, Mr. Fully probably plugged him in, and they're trusting him, because you got to trust your team. Mm-hmm. So I figured it was Mr. Fully, but I'm not sure. That's why I asked that. He's he's the one that's really tapped into, like, the fashion industry. Yeah. I just wear clothes because I like fashion. I just like to I think be presentable, do. and I just, I, I, I don't know, like, I feel better when I'm in a new fit. You know what I mean? I we just, all do. It, no I've money. always been like that, <laughs> yeah. but I'm always the frugal nigga that people are like, yo, how did you, like, where would you get that? I'm like, uh, Ross, Marshalls, um, and Bro. fucking Crossroads. Like, Bro, I'm not spending, I'm not one of these rappers, I spent a thousand on this shirt and a... Oh, should have saved it. Yeah, I'm saying I spent $5 on a shirt that I'm probably going to spill drink on mm-hmm. and I'm going to throw it away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, straight up. That's, really? yeah, I'm not, I'm not, that's, that's, yeah, that's true. As I'm wearing Calvin Klein, but this is like the only shirt that fits me right, bro. Like, I'm tall and like thin. Yeah. So, like, I have to wear like a large, but usually, like, regular brands, if it's a large, yeah. it's like too short. But that's it, it that's but it fits me thin. But then I need like an XL. So, if I get an XL, it's long enough for my tall ass. But the sleeves are like down here, and then it's too wide, and it just looks like it doesn't even look like yeah, it. Yeah, clothing nowadays is different. So I gotta get the Calvin Klein stretch fit large. You ever thought Herbie about Santa? um? <laughs> but you ever thought about movies, acting, modeling I've stuff? I've always like thought about it. Yeah, I'm actually uh, involved in like um like a, some modeling agencies mm-hmm. too, and uh, I get emails like every other like week or whatever about like just different like a lot of it's on Netflix, a lot of it's okay. on this or that, but. There's like different categories, and it says like must be a male age forty to fifty, and it's like gonna play this or whatever. And there's like different lists all the mm-hmm. way down, and it's like a lot of them are, are for female roles, um, but a lot of them are uh, male roles, and like I fit some of them. And um, I've just never really like acted upon it yet because I'm so focused on music first. But um, who knows? What if I end up, you know? Yeah, like I think Netflix you should. And people are like, oh, who's that? You know, like he's funny. Or something, or he looked good, or whatever. Or if you get a like role that's singing or rapping, exactly. you find a role for singing or rapping because they mm-hmm. have them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that because I was watching this fucking big movie. And guess who's in the movie? Fucking Machine Gun Kelly. He was in Bird Box. Yeah, he was in Bird. That was it, Bird Box, and he was in the house, and he was like with a girl in the. Yeah. I'm like, it's not what? even that good, but it's good enough. It's good enough, but the look he had mm-hmm. that look for that role, mm-hmm. and it was good enough. And I say, sometimes the way in the music isn't always music. Drake acted first. You know, so I always try to tell people. So before we get up out of here, what's the, what do you have coming up next? But the single runs. So we got the marathon single run. Yeah. yeah what's yeah, the yeah. next single coming? Um, probably like this Wednesday. So how you like dropping it? Where is it? Where you gonna drop it on? Uh, I'm gonna drop it on everywhere. 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 Whenever I drop it, I distribute it to everything. It's okay. on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. I even drop it on SoundCloud still. YouTube. You still fuck with SoundCloud? I still fuck with SoundCloud because there's a lot of people. I just got to pay respect to SoundCloud because, like, yeah. before I knew, like, how to distribute yeah. and all that, I was like, SoundCloud was who my only way to get it out other okay. than YouTube before, like, Spotify even, like, really existed like that. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people that follow me on SoundCloud that I don't know if they've really transferred over yet. So I'm like, why not just drop it there? Yeah. I'm just not going to promote it as much, but there's still that amount of people that listen to my SoundCloud. So I'm like... I'm not going to deprive them of that. And there's people, there's kids out there that, that are broken going through the struggle. So why no, not, most why definitely, not, why most not, definitely. Why not do it for free also? That's why I like Spotify because you get the free account mm-hmm. and it'll play it'll play your music's pretty smooth. You yeah. get a couple of ads and, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But that's why YouTube booms. A lot of people will consume your music through YouTube. Mm-hmm. Do you ever uh, do the, um, what's it called? Shit. Where they put the little cover <clears throat> and then they put the song and you just run it through singles like that. But I think if you do TuneCore or... or um, Distro Kid automatically sends it there. 
Yeah, YouTube music is what it is. I mean, it's not, it's like separate. Yeah. I thought it was going to go to like my actual whim, like next yeah, to all my shit, but it doesn't. It's like separate and it's like, it's like whim topic. Yeah. Some shit. Yeah, it's topic. That's, I've been like, so I just normally upload it myself with like a picture and then that song because it's like, if you give people too many choices, they, they get tired. The attention span is so short. They're like, uh. That's why I stopped dropping singles so fast. Yeah. Because then like if they miss, a, if they miss a week or something, they're like, now I got to listen to two songs. Like. They just don't want to do it, no matter who you are. Yeah. And I know because I'm guilty of it myself. Like, even when Drake drops something new or someone that I love drops something new, I just don't have the time sometimes. Yeah. I'll hear two, three, four tracks, and I'm like, I'm kind of over it. Like, this is dope, but I'm going to come back to it later. Yeah. Sometimes you remember, sometimes you don't. And if I'm doing that to Drake, and I'm the type of person that completely understands that mindset yeah. myself, it's like I'm being a hypocrite. So now I just got to, like, like I said, play their game I'm, so people I'm, can digest it. I'm pretty sure my uh, coworkers at work in my office – they get mad at me because I'm the old school. I got to play the whole thing from top to bottom mm-hmm. to one to hear from a producer standpoint, like where are people at with their music? Then the mixing, like, have you ever listened to the mixing, how they do like industry shit? All the time. I'd be like, damn, how the fuck do you can hear that so crisp and it's like, yeah, like vibrant? You can press that, like, what's that plugin right there, bro? I need that plugin exactly. right there. Exactly. I thought I was the only one who did that, but it's like, I'm like, listen, like, damn, that shit's so fly. How the fuck did he? It's because you're an engineer. There's a lot of rappers that don't have a creative process like, like we yeah. do. You know what I mean? So. They just don't. They don't even understand. They haven't even experienced that yet. So they don't know. They're just like, oh, well, that knocks. That sounds. Cool. I hate that show. That oh, that slap. That knocks. That's lit. Like, bro, do you even know what I did to get that? Yeah. Like, real. I've been up here for three hours straight, staring <laughs> at this screen. My eyes are hurting. Yeah. And I want to go to sleep. I think that's it. Like right now, I got the bug. I'm starting to do videos. Not not for like money. I'm just doing them because the create. Like you said, the creative process. It's like we could shoot all these scenes with this camera. And it turned into like a baby movie over here. Mm-hmm. And it's just so dope. It's like, some people don't get that. Some people are so wrapped up in their mind like, I'm a rapper, I'm a rapper, I'm a rapper. Like, well, you don't have to just be a rapper. Yeah, you can be whatever the, whatever the fuck you want to be. And if you love that other thing too, like don't think that that's taking away from, yeah. from, from music or from what you believe is like your nucleus. Because if you reach out and go to different avenues, like like you said. If I end up on Netflix or something, then they're going to be like, who is that? What's his yeah. app? Who is he? And then they're all going to, oh, he really makes music, though. Do you mm-hmm. hear his new album? That's crazy. And then it's, it's just going to, it's dope. like this, bro. It's dope. So yeah. if you can work with any artist in the industry right now, who would it be? Any artist? Yeah. Drake? Yeah, that's a smart move. That's, <laughs> that's, a, smart, that's a smart move. For so many reasons, but just because of his music. Even if he yeah. wasn't A-list, I was still, I, I love his music. I think with his music, he brings something out of you. I don't know what it is. I just think, like, when I see the process, like, who he works with, I'm like, some of them dudes really try to get their best, and the sound quality is great. Mm-hmm. Okay, producer-wise, who would you work with in the industry? Damn. Producers. And people don't even know producers' names no more, unless they have a cool tag. Yeah, it's sad. Um, depends what mood I'm in, honestly. Hit um, mood. You try to make a hit. You try and get the radio. Mustard. Mustard, you think so? Overall? Mustard, for sure, yeah. He doubled Mustard. back. I think he changed his style like now. He got some cold sound. Mm-hmm. He has a cold sound. Because I used to love, I used to listen to Tyga like crazy. Tyga? Yeah. Tyga? Well, <laughs> I, no. I used to listen to Tyga a lot. And you I, know why? I only got on those that same clubby tempo, like Rack City. Like, <laughs> even if you look back on my on my, uh, my YouTube, like my first remix, one of my first songs was a Rack City remix. Yeah. And I was going through that phase for like a whole year. And uh, there's a couple songs that I'll, I'll hear 
or beats that I'll hear, and I'll be like, okay, time to throw way, way back. You know what I mean? My thing is with Tiger, it's hard for me to forget the Lime and the Coconut song. I'm always on the Lime and the Coconut. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, like, and then when he goes to Rack City, he starts getting all gangster. So I'm like, bro, you was just talking about the Lime and the Coconut. Yeah. I never really like. I heard it, but it's not really like. I don't. I didn't really remember it. The yeah. See, yeah. For me, so, it's Rack City. Yeah, Rack City, and that's when he ch- really changed over. I like Ty Dolla Sign, man. That dude. He's tight. I love Ty Dolla. Ty Dolla Sign got. I think like he's. I, we all know he's R and B, but he has a, just a different lane, to where no one can fit in his lane. He's like a like a new age. Like I don't want to. Nah, he's not new age Nate dog. I was gonna say that new I, age Nate. Dog, he is like a, a new age. Yeah, in a, in a way, and I don't because you know Nate Dogg's probably one of the best ever to do mm-hmm. it. But yeah, New Age Nate Dogg. I, I think in the in the category of him being very distinct. Exactly, that's what it is. The unique like, sound that you hear. Oh, that's Ty. Yeah. That's Ty Dolla That's Nate. Like you know exactly yeah. who that is. So, okay. Yeah. How you feel about? Uh, would you work with Post Malone? I love Post Malone. Post Malone, yeah, dude, yeah. can't lose. Yeah, I would love Posty. And he's killing the charts too, man. Shout he, out to Post Malone. I think he's a chart artist. I don't. His content is great. But I think he's a chart artist and he has good friends. Oh my, he can call Sway Lee. Mm-hmm. He calls 21. He calls Trav. Hey, I need, a, I need one of them songs. You, you can't hate Post Malone. You can't. Who's hated on Post Malone? Uh, no one. Honestly. <laughs> I don't think so either. No one's and hated how, on And how could you? Like, I always see videos of him just like oh. all sweaty after a show. Like, someone, some, some guy was playing like mariachi yeah. or whatever and he was like singing one of his hits at the time. I'm like, this guy just loves life, bro. You can't hate on that. I think the only time I've heard something like in a negative light about him, and it wasn't him, it was an opinion. Is he a rapper or is he a singer? Where is he at with it? People are going to try and create some uh, shit. Always. They want to pigeonhole you. They want to say you have to be over here. Yeah, because he won like best best rap. Album yeah, he won like, best rap well, album. They're like a rapper of like I've never exactly. heard of bars. But exactly. at the end of the day, like that's what rap is nowadays, unfortunately. Yeah. At least rap industry. Yeah, commercial so, rap. I commercial rap. You know what I'm waiting for OC to have? I, I just a just a sick female MC. Yeah. I'm waiting for her that just got mm-hmm. like she getting in the cipher with dudes. She's like killing dudes on their own song. I want to see that Nicki Minaj or that 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 Remy, that mm-hmm. that just like Cardi B. And mm-hmm. I can't say Cardi because she doesn't write her own, but still that she's like a great entertainer. I like her personality. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. And that's I want what, it too. That's what me and Epidemic was talking about Medusa Spitz because I listened to her stuff. I'm like, it's coming. It's I, heard co- a couple, I heard a couple yeah. after that. I after that. I had never really uh, checked for her before, but I actually checked for her after that interview. Um, and I was like, dude, she's dope. I see what he's talking about. Yeah, and, and, I and I've, been on, power, for I've sure. been on. I was telling because it was crazy that we, like we're literally talking during the interview. I'm like, Bro, you think that too? Like, I'm literally thinking the same thing. And I think once, a, I, I wouldn't be surprised if a female came out of Orange County first and just took over. It's, I think it's easier. It's easier. Female, you get hated on a lot more, but you get more attention. You get more attention. You just got to just have thick skin. And I feel like yeah. if there's a female that understands that, they're going to go farther. They're oh, they'll go, go farther. Super far. Just because it just yeah. sells. All right. Top five artists of all time for you. Damn, bro. And I say artists because you do rap and yeah, yeah, yeah. this. So I all say right. artists on that one. <clears throat> All right. Um, hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Those, that's it, the it, question. It, the thing is, it changes a lot, but of all time. Of, see, when I say all time, is because I feel like, for me, it's Michael Jackson, because I could put him in any given time, and it just makes me feel good like that. That's mm-hmm. Michael. My mom, she cried, bro, when MJ died. Man, we all did. What you mean? Just, I was crying. Man, this she dude. cried like she was married to him. <laughs> in her mind, she probably yeah, was. She was, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, Eminem. Okay. Eminem. Um, the Eminem show was the first album I ever like oh held in Oh my god, that is great. Album. 
super And it was back before I even knew what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what he's saying. I don't need to know what he's saying. My dad's going crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole, man, singing, rapping, like Haley's song where he's like slow singing and everything. Yeah. And then he goes hard on like Till I Collapse with Nate Dogg and Say What You Say with Dre and like yeah. two. I'm about to bump that on the way home. Any clown cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I was my like, God. Oh bro. my. And the way that he ends careers. Oh, he, is just nuts. Like, he hasn't took an L. He's like, never took an L never, since the 90s. Like, Nick Cannon, what are you doing right now, bro? Like, Nick Cannon even said he knew what he was doing. But, like, I respect Nick for just saying, I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. Come on. I'm not going to be a... Like, that's like me. If, if, if Well, first, if Eminem dissed me today, I would be happy because all everyone would know. But I think I would still try. I think Nick Cannon has nothing to lose. At this no. point, because he's got a show. He's he knows rich. he's not a rapper yeah, anymore. Yeah, he's, he's a comedian rich. rapper. He's now. a comedian rapper. Yeah, Wild so and Out. Why not keep trying? I think he's trying to get him on Wild and Out, bro. Something tells me in my heart, he's trying to get him on Wild and Out. Mm-hmm. He's baiting him. Because mm-hmm. you know how many people want to see Eminem freestyle? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> so we got number one, we got Eminem show. What's number two? I don't know. This is going to be interesting. Drake. Watch album. You got to give me an album. Oh, no, I said artist. You right, Drake? So we got I'll give you albums no, too. no. We're gonna do albums next. So okay. we'll go right, Eminem, all right, Drake. Right. We're gonna do Eminem, Drake. So now we're on number three. Um, Chance the Rapper. Come you. on, Absolutely. of all time. Yeah, he's only had what three albums. But, but a lot of people like Chance, so I can't get mad at Chance. I just like I don't know. Acid Rap just changed my life so, so. A lot of people say that so much, bro, and it, it really changed the way that I view music and the creation hmm. of music to where you can be kind of a weirdo and you can sing rap. I think that kind of helped me segue too. Um, into the melodies. That like accepts, melody okay. Rap. So number four. Yeah, yeah. All time. Fuck, bro. I'm about to sound like a, I feel like I sound like a young nigga right now. You're about to be like, where's Jay-Z at? Where's freaking Biggie? Yeah, I'm already Biggie thinking that in my head. I'm really thinking about Jay-Z, Biggie, Pac. I'm like, damn, he ain't saying none of the legends. Yeah. The, but I get it, though, because of the age. these are my personal favorites. And that's personal. That's why I can never get mad at your personal. I can we just have a, a debate and talk about why this, mm-hmm. but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So number four. Like, with, with legends like top three, obviously Eminem, Tupac, Biggie, but this is my, my yeah, it's your personal all time that, that like spoke to me and helped me create myself and my sound. So, so yeah, Eminem, uh, Drake, um, you said Chance, Chance, and now we're on four and five. Now we're on four and five. This is where it gets like because there's like six people that I could fit into that slot, mm. and it just changes like all the time. Um, shit, man, this is the one I get everybody because everybody's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's hard to really decide. Yeah, because it's such a tiny, it's such a small box pot. But um, damn, I'm not about to be the only one that's gonna be stumped on this, bro. I'm, I'm gonna think about it. Um, they gonna be like, he don't know. Like they gonna be like, I'm I'm kind of surprised you didn't say um, well J Cole at the, but you don't wanna put him at four. Jacob's in my top ten though. Oh, he didn't make the sure. top five. I don't think he made my top five. Oh, sheesh. he's like number six, bro. Like, he's like number That's six. That's deep. Who could be? Well, we still got uh, who out there? I said artist, so it doesn't have to be a rapper. It's an artist. Mm-hmm. So it could be The Weeknd. It could be Party. It could be Majid Jordan. It could be Tory. It could be. I'm trying to think of everybody I listen to. This is this is hard because there's like my favorite of all time. There's my favorite right now, and then there's the greatest. of Okay, all let's time. do this. This is we got. Four all time. We got well, how many got three all time, right? Three. Let's do two uh right now. So we'll do right we now. got three of them. We got that three already. Mm-hmm. Now put the last two as of right now. Right now? Yeah. Tory Lanez. 
Okay, see that? Sure. I figured he was. I figured he'd get up in there. Something. Yeah, like. but it's like it's hard for me to put him like all time because he hasn't. I think he hasn't done enough in that for a long spirit of time. Yeah, like I give him all the credit, but at the end of the day, like you said, all time. So I'm just like, what fuck. about John Legend? I like John Legend. I like John Legend. He got a soulful like. I got compared to him one time, and I'll, I didn't even believe it. I was like, I would have told. I would have slapped shit at someone. You lying? Yeah, I, that's why I was like, stop playing with me, bro. John Legend, are you kidding me? That fool is like, guy like. Golden voice. Bro. Yeah, he's, they don't like, even make like, voices like that no more. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, that's what I mean. Like, you don't remind me of him, but of something about your voice when you hit the note and you're in that pocket, it reminds me of like that. That like it shines. Yeah. Like there's like something golden about it. And I was like, damn, thank you. Like I appreciate. that. What about Russ? Him. Number five for Russ? I'll put Russ in there. I. You know why I think he has to go in there? And this is just for me personally. His contribution to independent and not standing one lane and speaking your mind. Speak your I'm mind. A strong, I'm a strong believer in that. Like, go yeah. against the grain, but not because it's against the grain. Go against the grain because that's what you believe. And I feel like he, he marches to the beat of his own drum, and um, he just is not afraid to get backlash from, that part. from, from the industry. And uh, I really, I really, I'm inspired by that. I'm really inspired by that. Okay. I'll put Russ in there. But the thing is, the reason why I didn't think, say him off the get is because I like his older music. It's still his, though. It's still his. I know. I like his SoundCloud run when he was doing all the singles and everything. Like, that's that's when say. I was like, damn, every song that comes out, I'm like, dude, so versatile. Like, it just speaks to me. You can sing, you can rap, and it's just, it's just crazy. But then once he started dropping, like, the album started going, like, A-list and started uh, when he signed with Columbia, like, something kind of changed. And I think that happens with every artist. Like, you got the money chance, now. You're not, chance, you're not I hungry. I, like, no offense to Chance because he's on my list, but, like, his... Acid rap, anything after that, I just don't like. You know why? They're both in the, they both were independent when they made that. When you have 30, 50 million, you're not on a label. You don't have no restraints. You don't have nothing pushing. You ever notice why Drake never went independent? Yeah. He kept that that he kept that barn for them. Like I have to stay on top. I gotta make this back. The dude's been at top for ten years. Mm-hmm. That's Ten insane. fucking. That's insane, he, bro. He said, "I'm a, I'm still scared of the drop, like of like what the, whatever yeah, that line was." Yeah, I'm like, "Oh my, my this dude is." Grave, yeah. yeah, he's still telling. I'm scared of the drop. I'm not trying to drop. I'm trying to be the best of all time. Okay, top five albums of all time. Of all time, Eminem show. Okay, Acid Rap. Okay, Trap Soul. Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller. We didn't say Bryson Tiller. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. but you know, yeah. I think he fell off, but yeah, after that, yeah, yeah he fell off. The next album was cool, but I was like, man, you can tell he's got a daughter. He's not really going through nothing man, anymore. He's not, he's not really. He, he needs to play someone, or he needs to get played. He needs to get played or something, publicly. Bro. Yeah. And publicly, yeah. he needs to get di distraught. And I feel like he kind of like, kind of took a step back on his own. That's what I kind of feel like. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't do interviews. Like, you'll never see him on any interviews. Or and anything. that's bad for business. You have to be seen. People yeah. have to, be, you got to be transparent. You're saying you want to be entertaining. You say you want to do this. They get mad when they put the camera in your face. Bro, well, don't do this. Go write a song. Go be a good songwriter. Yeah, exactly. Go be exactly. a songwriter. Yeah. So we got that. We got what? Uh, Eminem show, Eminem show, acid rap, right. a trap song. We got two more spots. Take care. Take care? Most definitely. Mm -hmm. I would put it a little higher, but most definitely. Yeah. And what's the that's last not, one? It's not in any order. Okay, that's no order then. Okay. Um, shit, bro. Uh-oh. Last spot. Last spot. See, I just don't want to leave anyone out, but there's only five, so. There's only just, so, you know what? No. No listen will ever be right. It's always someone with an opinion. Yeah. Hmm. It's always the fourth and fifth one that I'm just so yeah. like. Let me see. We said album. Albums. Oh. Oh, you probably don't like Weekend like that. I was like, Beauty Behind the Madness. 
I like The Weeknd, but I wouldn't put him in my album top Ooh, five. He got a, okay, let's see. Nope. Well, you're younger, so I actually I do not know like albums of this youth. That's like I really don't know albums like that. Like I, I know who I listened to back when I was younger. It's crazy. It's like when damn. It's like when your girl asks you what you want to eat, and you're like, I don't know. No, it's that's like them. Talking. You ask a woman what she want to eat is I don't <laughs> I'm know. The same way though, when it comes to that, yeah, I just, just want to eat. Like I don't. I'm one of the people. I just man, let's just go somewhere and I'll figure out when I get there. Yeah, same. But music is so personal. Yeah. Damn, bro. Um, because technically you only got one really only one on there is R&B which is Trap Soul Trap Soul yeah people think I'm more R&B than I really I know am. that's what I'm saying which is crazy because this whole interview I assimilated a lot of battle rap a lot of lyrics a lot of punchlines but you found a good niche that works for you which is fine mm -hmm. so you know people are always going to hate they're never going to be they're never going to understand nothing I feel like there's like an album that's like screaming my name right now, and like I'm about to not say it. I'm right now. I'm drawing a blank too because honestly, mine's rotate too a lot. But it's I've always had the same one. Like I've always kept Tupac All Eyes on Me on my list. I've always kept like Thriller on my list. I've always kept like Fifty Cent's Give It to Die Trying. That was like mega for me. That's like top ten. Like with the Eminem show and the Get Rich or Die Trying, those are the two albums that me and my dad were always just bumping. When yeah, I was like you could bump those back to back, and then you hear something like, when I used to hear that, when I heard it in the club, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Bro, I was like, this dude just made. I remember my auntie got pissed at me because I started singing the words and shit. She's like, you don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. How old are you? Shut your ass down, shut your ass up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 50 get you in trouble like that. Yeah, he did. Well, if we can't figure out five, we'll leave five open for next time. Okay. We'll leave five open for next time. Me. It'll come. It'll, I'll, drop it'll, it in, I'll drop it in the comments. Yeah. It'll yeah. Pretty soon, like probably tomorrow, you'll be like, oh, I know what number five yeah, was. Yeah. And we mm -hmm. had that. So before we get up out of here, let us know what you want to know about you, what you got going. And um, basically, every, I always tell people at the end, just just say what you want to be saying. Like if you've been wanting to say something and you wouldn't been, if it's directed at someone, if it's not, just open-ended, just speak for you so they know who Wim is. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like the version of me that you get is up to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you treat me with respect, then I'll double that. Yeah. If you disrespect me, I'll double that. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's, it's always just up to you. And I feel like um, my message is just, I don't know. I'm going to let it speak for itself. I'm, a, I'm not the type of person to really hype myself up yeah. and not really beat myself up either. So I don't know. Just kind of just stay organically gifted. You know what I mean? And that's my brand. Okay. I even got it tatted on me. She got it tatted. My sister has it tatted on her. Organically gifted. I and like that. It comes from that. Really, just comes from everyone is born with a purpose. Mm -hmm. And 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 I feel bad for the people that are lost. There's a lot of people that are just lost, and they're doing things for the wrong reasons, and mm. and they just they just don't they just don't know where they're going. You know what I mean? So if you're really in touch with the gifts that you were born with organically, then you're always going to go in the right direction. I know that there's people that their parents want them to do something. Yeah. They, they want them to be an actor, but they're like, no, I want to be a doctor. Then say, fuck acting, fuck entertainment, and go to fucking college and get straight A's and be the best fucking doctor that you could be. But if there's people that, you know, your parents want you to be, want you to be a doctor, and you're like, no, I want to be an actress. Yeah. And then, then say, I'm dropping out, I'm sorry, and figure it out on yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you're not where you want to be, it's because you're listening to other people. Mm. And it's okay to go against the grain if that's what you believe. 
So that's kind of that's kind of my message. That's dope though. That's that's what we need more people that because you know these teenagers, these kids consume our music, right. whether we're famous or not. Mm-hmm. And someone probably need to hear that. Or someone grown probably need to hear that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people stuck in their ways. Man. A lot of people. Oh my god, I should be like that. But now nah, I'm glad I'm not. But. Uh, it was fun. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And then we'll probably see whatever else in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Hey, whenever you do a video, you wait for the comments. It's like, okay. I always do. Every time, every time yeah. like someone posts something, I'm just like, let me let me dig real quick. Yeah, let you got to dig it. Let bro, me see. I'm a and man. There's always, just... some, always someone with my name in their mouth, bro. I'm like, just DM me, bro. Yeah, just like, it's up. not, like. I'm a cool person, bro. Yeah, it's not, it like, and I, I don't know. Some people just be, some people just like to talk. They just like to talk, like to talk. You know, They don't have no action behind it. Now, if there's action behind it, then you want to and you want to badmouth me, go there because of that, you're insecure with something yourself. You know, like right. what Drake say, jealousy is just love and hate at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I said that earlier. I was yeah, like, yeah, that's hate it. stems from love. Yeah, it has to because in order to hate something, you have to love it at one point. Mm-hmm. You have to be, you're so fixated mm-hmm. on something, you don't even know that you love it. You're just mad yeah. that you love it and you're mad that other people love it. Yeah. You're lovable and they're like, nah. I'm that nigga, not you. Everybody wants to be that nigga. Everybody wants to be that nigga. The really smart thing, if you really wanted to be smart, is like, even if you don't like me, pretend like you do and then work with me, like, then you're going to steal all my fans. Like, that's what I don't get. You're shooting yourself in the foot by being a hater. Even if you're going to be fake, at least, at least, I don't know. Be fake so you can get something out of it. be fake so you can get something out of (laughs) it, Don't be fake before you even get something. Like, oh, I'm being fake right now. Like, bro, you can't even win. That's just my advice to the haters. I don't move like that. If I don't fuck with Shout out to the haters, man. Because yeah. we say, if you don't got no more haters, then you know you fell off. Exactly, bro. So as long as I got haters, I guess I ain't fell off. Yeah, Let's keep them haters. I, once I started getting the haters, that's when like I realized it was traction. Like, it was go time. You know uh, what I mean? All right. So. All right, thanks for coming, man. Wim, some boy, we got here. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was good. That was, that was good. That was good. I was going to tell you, um, I was going to ask you something, but I'm going to ask you off air. How do you feel about, do you see yourself signing or no? Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Because if there's too many strings attached to it, Mm -hmm. 